That mic is super sensitive. I didn't see you guys in any room. It's it's that time of the evening or day or whatever you're listening to the show. It's it's Ed and it's me, Sean. And this, of course, is called Geeksters. <laughs> and welcome to episode 438 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I am your host, a very deluded and exhausted Sean <laughs> and with the stuff that I'm doing is I, I have indoor allergies and I don't know if you notice that every time I come in here it's not you I will tell you it's not you my nose just gets stuffed up I go home and I'll be like I can be breathing fine like yeah yep fresh air yep right I walk in the house 10 minutes later I'm like I don't understand what's wrong like I got all snotty and it's like they blow my nose and, and it just feels all gunky it's like <sighs> so so I was perfectly fine coming in. And <laughs> <laughs> it's days like this that I miss the remote sessions that we did in the past because, oh, God. <laughs> and the reason why your mic was super sensitive is because I had you turned off so when you do the intro, you can talk over it. Right. So. <sighs> so sensitive. Sensitive. Hot mic. Uh, so hi everybody. <sighs> so Ed, uh, we took last week off because Sean went to the movies. Yes. Um, and apparently so did Ed. Yes. Same day except early time slot because he doesn't have a job on Sundays. No, I, I, I you know, we, we, it, I, I don't know if I was going to see this movie or not. <laughs> I honestly, you know, my wife actually, I think wanted to see it more than I did. And, okay. And I was like. Not that I didn't want to see this movie, but I was like, ah, it's opening weekend, and I'm thinking, ah, I can wait. You know, it's, it's right. It's not okay. First, but still, barely. Ed and I both saw Bat- the Batman. Yes. Um, yeah, it's like I kind of felt the same way. I was like, I, look, spoilers. Batman beats the Riddler. <laughs> like, oh my. Did he? Uh, well, Did we'll he? discuss that. Did he? Oh, oh my. Like, oh look, the Catwoman, Penguin. Eh. Like, I wasn't expecting like. Oh my god, they killed Alfred. Like I wasn't expecting like kind of like shocker words like next day everyone's spoiling the movie for me. Like it's, it's a Batman movie. You know, the only thing that I had going in was that somebody cuz I work in a mall that has a movie theater, somebody came in and said that he walked out halfway through the movie cuz he thought the movie sucked. And I'm like I don't have you're the first person that I know that's walked out. Like and I'm like and me and my coworker, who's a big Batman fan, was like, "That's fucking impossible. This guy doesn't know fucking movies worth a shit, or comic book movies, or or Batman, right? He, there's there's something wrong with right, that guy. Right. He's the one in like a million. Person. He's an anomaly, right? He's the guy who thinks Christian Bale is the be all end all of Batman. He is. <laughs> no, he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> he is. No, no you're right. Adam West. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, old chub. Um. 
it's not my it's oh my <laughs> if sulu was batman <laughs> K. oh my let me slide down that bat pole <laughs> sorry um so like i went to go see it what did you think I want to hear your take because you're more of the Batman fan than I am. I mean, I Ooh, okay. Hold on, so, you, remember, you know who? Do you remember who I'm married to? The person who's got half a sleeve dedicated to the the bat on her arm. True, true. Um, she wanted to see it, obviously. So it was her, not her idea, but if she encouraged to say, like, "Hey, we both are getting out early. Like, not early, but we both work. Can we? Do you want to go see it?" And I was like, "Okay." We found a theater that was kind of empty at the time, so yeah. and we're like, okay, let's go grab... St- I texted you, because I'm like, hey, Ed, we're going to go to the movies. Do you want to come with us? It's like, well, we're going to cancel the show, because we're going to go see this movie. You would come, you're like, I'm already going to go see it at 2 o'clock. And I'm like, oh, all right, fine, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, well, at least, you know, we thought about them, and we'll right. just go about it. I'm like, okay, no show, we'll just postpone it to next week. Um, I didn't hate it. I actually kind of liked it. I liked it a lot, actually. I, the moment, um, I felt like the moment there was voiceover from Batman, I was like, oh, we're not getting, this is not your normal Batman movie. Mm. I've liked Matt Reeves' other stuff. Like, he knows how to write comic book movies. Yep. So I was like, okay, he's going to do at least the character justice. I don't hate Robert Pattinson as an actor. I don't. Mm-hmm. I know we kind of. I kind of busted his balls a little right. bit for the Twilight of Sparkly Vampire. It's not a Robert Pattinson problem. It's a Sparkly Vampire problem that I have. Okay. Okay. So okay. as an actor, I don't. Right. He, it's a paycheck. I agree with you. Yeah. Um, I thought his Batman was good. Mm-hmm. I thought his Bruce Wayne was lacking a little bit. Mm-hmm. But my argument is, no one pays a movie to see a Bruce Wayne movie. They so no one gives a shit about what Bruce Wayne does in a movie. Okay. Or how they how he acts. I, okay. I don't. I think Affleck still comes the closest of being a good Bruce Wayne outside of the cape and cow. Mm-hmm. But again, he's also playing an old, an older, wiser, or jaded Batman, which is I think what you need. Mm-hmm. This is baby Batman, mm-hmm. like two and a half, three years in. I think it was two years in. Two years in. Okay. They they actually there was a there was a folder that showed it. Basically, it's like so two years okay. since Batman. So he's two years in. So he's going to make mistakes. He's still kind of rough around the edges. He doesn't really know exactly who or what he wants to be in this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Catwoman was fine. Mm-hmm. I thought she was really, really good. I thought um, What's-His-Face as Penguin was really, really good. I just get annoyed because I'm like, couldn't you just got an actor who's big in size to play that? Why did you get Colin Farrell and then put a fat suit on him? Mm-hmm. I'm not taking away from the fact that his I thought his performance was great and he is completely unrecognizable mm-hmm. as Colin Farrell in that movie. But I'm sure there's a hefty actor in in Hollywood that could have done just as well as Penguin that you didn't need a fat guy a guy in a suit. Okay. Okay. Uh, I thought the Riddler. I am kind of a not a closet Riddler fan. I, I like the Riddler as a concept and as a character as a villain, and I'm glad to see him get pulled into the spotlight. Because quite frankly, I'm fucking tired of the Joker, mm-hmm. and as as a kind of a, a foil to Batman, mm-hmm. we've all seen it. We've seen it three times at least at this point. You got Keaton, you got Affleck a little bit, okay, and you also got Bale, right? You know, so I don't need to see yeah, technically the, four if you want to go with West, but right, right, technically yeah, four, four, yeah, you know, <laughs> <laughs> ooh, um, so I don't. 
and of course, I guess you know three iterations of the Riddler too, because you got uh, Frank Gorsham, Jim Carrey, and now Paul Dano. I liked his Riddler. Mm-hmm. I did. I liked it. I, I thought he was good. He was, you know, I wasn't expecting the question mark suit. I mean, I saw the clip. I knew it was going to go more darker and more. Seven meets Zodiac meets Batman. Mm. You know, um, and it's supposed to be more film noir, more like it was a cold, dark, stormy night, and I don't know if I want to punch that person in the face or not. I can hear the bats. You know, like, yeah, you know, like it. I thought um, visually it was nice. I liked the use of shadow. As as like I think that there's scenes where where Pattinson comes out as dressed as Batman from like a, a, a all black background and he walks into the light. You're just like, that's a pretty goddamn good looking Batman. Like, mm-hmm. um, there was a scene where he took off um, his bat symbol to cut something. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, like it was little things like that. I kind of thought I liked that version of the Batmobile. As soon as I saw that blue flame kicking out its ass, I'm like, that's a car. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm an old school, you right. know, yeah. 66 Batman homage there. I was like, the moment I went on, I was like, Batman! I thought the musically was nice. I didn't hate it. I did the very end. Spoilers. Uh, it's not really a spoiler. This is the only thing I think the spoiler is like, oh, well, there's that cameo at the end with, uh, you would say, the, uh, it's called, it's unknown Arkham inmate, as he's called in IMDb, by the way. Mm. Everyone knows who he is. Let's just put it out there. It's, it's supposed to be the Joker. Um, I, I don't care. Like, And even Matt Reeves said, well, I'm not really sure if we're going to use him in the next movie. I kind of... It's just like an homage. Like, it's like, hey, guess what? <laughs> you know, um, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I thought it was good. I, I definitely, it's definitely a movie I'm going to buy. Um, it's going to be a movie I'm going to buy probably in 4K because I think it was really good looking. Like, as weird as it sounds, um, I thought the fight scene in the club where it's like the red lights and the music is going, he's kicking ass. I'm like, that's kind of a good scene. Mm-hmm. The hallway scene where the gunfire is going off and it's kind of bolts are kind of bouncing off the, mm-hmm. the suit and all. I'm like, visually, it was very kind of cool. I thought he was... I, oh, on a, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'd give it an 8. Okay. An 8, because I think there was could be more. Um, I, I did leave, feel kind of like wanting more. Um, I do feel like technically the Riddler won... I kind of feel like he kind of won a little bit. I think he did. I, you know? I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Other than the one thing he failed to do in the movie was kill. Uh, I mean, by the way, spoilers. By the way, I oh mean, yeah, uh, we're probably throwing some. But again, because by this point, it's it's been over a week, right? You it's know, been over a week, and I don't think there's really any big shocker. Like, uh, I, if anybody, if I spoil something, we spoil something, someone goes, <gasps> "I don't need it to know that." I'm like, dude, you need to dial it back a little bit because it wasn't really like. It wasn't like, oh, here's Spider-Man. Oh, they brought back Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. <gasps> Sean, how dare you? You spoil that. It's not like it's not a spoiler like that, right? Um, so what would give you? So go uh, ahead. You know, he said, like I, I feel that I feel that Riddler succeeded in his plan. I mean, I really do. Uh-huh. And, and, like, other than, other than the really because the the, the, the the Gotham's in rumbles right now, basically they're rebuilding. So you're going. Technically, he won. <laughs> right? They kind of they kind of made it like a, I call it no man's land, but I think it's year zero in the comic books, where um, 
Gotham Island is cut off from everybody else, so the bad guys kind of rise up. And like, like I call it no man's land because there was a giant earthquake that kind right. of spooled everything. And Penguin's got his faction. Two Faces got his faction. Like they all have like their own little factions and all. Um, and of course, Batman is Batman. He tries to keep the peace, but you know, whatever. Um, I, I was like at the end, I'm like, hey, well, he kind of technically won. Like, like hey, I, some people think uh, somebody said that he felt they felt like that ending. Was kind of rushed because here's like this whole big thing, and at the very end, it's like, oh well, Batman, and I have these bombs placed around the island. <laughs> if you don't count the time, they're going to explode. <laughs> um, I was like, yeah, but I mean, if Riddler's, it's, you know, he's this, he plays on the distraction of like, you focus on this puzzle while I'm doing something over there. I right. felt like, you know. I I liked it a lot. I thought it was good. So, what did you think? Uh, okay, I'm going to start with if it was an R movie and uh-huh. a little darker, it would have been perfect. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, was yeah. it PG-13? It was PG-13. Okay. I mean, they dropped the the obligatory fuck in it um, a little too early. I thought. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I think it should have been more of a horror aspect to it because there was a lot of good horror elements to it. There was, and it was like it was brilliant. I, and I don't like horror, and I right. thought this was great. You know, I right? Like it, but I wanted more. Like I wanted it turned up a little bit more. Right. Like how Wolverine turned like turned Wolverine up a little bit to make it an R-rated yeah. movie. You could have done that with Batman. Right. You could have made it a little bit more R. And that's 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 my take. Okay. I would probably give it a seven out of ten and seven right. and eight. You know, I mean, will I buy? Of course, right, I, right, I, right. I have every Marvel, right. DC movie out there, so why not? Um, Riddler, I mean, not Riddler, uh, Penguin, uh-huh. Colin Farrell, uh-huh. brilliant performance. Uh, yeah, I couldn't tell it was Colin Farrell. Right. You know, you could tell me, you could have told me three different actors, and I'd be like, I couldn't tell you which one it was because right. that's how good he was. But as Penguin himself. Yeah, what was Penguin about it? Other than his name, right? You know, right. Like, I mean, like, other than his, name, and there's a waddle apparently that you know. Well, yeah, okay. There, there's it's like, like Stacy and I like. Well, there's a limp, but they actually do a waddle because when they when Batman and Commissioner Gordon had him tied up, he kind of walks after them, but his legs are tied, so he kind of waddles. Yeah, and Stacy and I kind of looked at her like, oh, there, oh, look at Penguin walking. Other than that, I mean, he really didn't have that whip. It's just like, what, what really? Right. You know, like you know, I, I mean, like his whole backstory is kind of like high society versus right. you know, like you know, being a peasant or whatever. And you kind of, you kind of don't see that. And I mean, I know there's other versions of right. of Penguin, and I go, okay, fine, I, I'll let it go. But it's just like to me, it was like. It could have been any thug. Like it could have been right. any any right. villain. You could have you, you could have gotten generic generic gangster guy in there. Right, and it wouldn't have mattered. You know, you, uh-huh. you didn't have to have that call him um, uh, uh, penguin. Uh, but I th- I thought though, Colin Farrell not being Carl Fang, okay. Colin, Colin Farrell, Farrell right? It was great. I mean, like right. I'm like I couldn't tell. Like right. Know. Um, there were some other things. There were some issues that I did have. The only, the only problem I have is, and I and I brought this up with Sipon, which was, I think was a mistake. But, <laughs> but I go, how did the Batmobile get to that spot before the that shake oh, whatever right. they started right. chasing? I don't think that car has a silent mode. <laughs> like, exactly. It's like, he always, if you feel like he gets like a block away, he starts just pushes it. <laughs> <laughs> he just pushes it up. <laughs> Turns it off and just, just, just rolls. <laughs> Don't ever recognize it. It's in the dark. It's fine. It's fine. Just wait. Just watch. 
the moment's right. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, how'd that car show up? He just, like, he just pushes it. <laughs> that's the only thing. That's the only thing that kind of bothered me. The whole thing. I'm thinking, <clears throat> how'd the Batmobile get there? <laughs> <laughs> there was another thing too that bothered me too. Is that in that whole sequence, Selena Kyle scoops up a what do you call it? A, 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 a bag of money. Bag of money. Yeah. Why did he just? She just leave. <laughs> she got what she came for. She could have left. Well, she wanted revenge. Well, yeah. You I mean, know. it's you know, tells all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But but I mean like 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 you said the bat move the bat suit was great you know the the whole idea of him hiding in the shadows and all the oh, villains so at the beginning the beginning was great with everybody like all of a sudden they would see that bat someone they'd freak out uh-huh. and like, like stop what they were doing and like run off because right. or they would like the can can rolled away and one of the uh-huh. guys threw a spray paint and one in the dark he's like I ain't going after that fuck it you know right. you don't know <laughs> you don't know which one he was going to be at at any time and you were like that I thought was brilliant you know. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I, would I recommend the movie? Yes, I would recommend the movie. But would it say what I say was the best Batman movie? No. Ooh. Nah, hey. I, like okay. I said, like I said it, it was like, I'm like, yeah, I did want more, but it's just like, I wanted more from that movie. That's right. the. <clears throat> For me, it was one of those. It, to me, it was one of those movies where back in the 80s, when a movie would last a long time in a the movie theater, it would be like, hey, I saw that movie. It was awesome. And my friend would be like, oh, I, everyone I know went to go see it. And I went to see it. I'd be like, I'll go with you. Like, it's a movie that I wouldn't mind sitting in the theaters to see again. Oh, I would. I mean, well, I, I, mean, would, I, I It was three hours. My ass was hurting I, at the end. I, I mean, I was I, I was comfortably okay, like, in, in my seat, you my, know? I was, like, I was like <laughs> shifting in the last, like, 20 minutes. Because that was the thing, like, after, you know, because, like, you now, like, we wait to the end, you right. know? And, like, the guys clean up because, yeah, there's no... There's right, no, there, there's a little thing at the end, but just... At that point, which, watch the internet. <laughs> which, which brought up a whole huge thing with Sipon because Sipon like went crazy right. with it. And it's actually a website. It's called Rataleta. R A T A A L A T A. And you can go and it gives you a picture, and you can you can figure out the cryptograph. And some people figured it out right. Right. Well, just to let you know, this is this has been going on even before. There was a viral campaign before, before the movie, like, right. kind of like what they did with the Dark Knight. Um, there was like websites and like puzzles that you could go and and, and kind of almost like prequelist the movie. Like, right. Like I think in for Dark Knight, it kind of gave the plans for Joker robbing the bank, so it set up the opening scene. Mm. I don't know. Like I know that this one had like other tchotchkes and stuff like that right there was well there was three riddles in the beginning which i think were the three riddles that were in the movie okay to kind of give you like the heads up or whatever uh which we didn't know about until after the fact and then it said he was looking at the website but what he what he could do which i've yet found anybody else that could do this was he found some text files okay okay and based on those text files he thinks what the nose carrier is now i'm not going to say what it is only because He thinks, and we both think that maybe there's going to be a contest or something like that to figure this out. But I've yet to figure out how he got these files because, like, like I'm I'm trying to figure out because if you right click on the there's an image that comes up in the, the website uh-huh. with with the clues. Uh-huh. He right clicked and he got these um, different words or text files that came uh-huh. up with different words, and there were some Chinese things, and there was a word written, and if you put it together, it actually comes up with who the villain who a villain is in Batman's lore. 
Okay. Well, I'll tell you later. I'll okay. Tell, I'll tell you after the show. Um, but I don't want. I don't want to say it out well, loud because if there's a contest involved, I don't think there's a contest. Here's, I don't know what it is that you're going down the path, but let me tell you what I seen it basically a video because the moment the movie was over, I was like, all of a sudden got a board of string going. Well, there's kind of connection that next to that. At the end of the movie, it says goodbye. You go to the ratatata, whatever. La ratatata, you know. Okay. <laughs> um, and there's uh, lines of code. And the code is date. And that date is year issue of first time character. Mm. Like if you look first time of Batman, uh, first time of Alfred, first time of Catwoman, first time of Penguin. Uh, also, spoilers, and I'll spoil it, first time Two-Face. Mm-hmm. All right. So people are assuming that it might be Two-Face. However, it is also the first time Arkham Asylum is introduced into the movies, into comic books as well. So some people are like, well, okay, maybe it's Two-Face, but if it's going by all the other ones, this issue is the first time Arkham Asylum is ever mentioned. So it's kind of like a, a – I don't know if that's anything no. there. All right. Okay. No, it's completely different. <clears throat> okay, good. But I'll, I'll – I'll, You let I'll, me know afterwards? Yeah. yeah. I mean, my level of interest is like, ooh, and I want to figure it out. I, I don't care. Just give me the I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't get those text files because I was trying right. to replicate what he was doing. Right. And I couldn't do it, and I tried it on – a Chromebook. I tried it on a right. Windows machine. I tried it on several machines. Dave's a part-time hacker. And I'm like, nothing like, to do now. So like, sits there in his little robe. He's just sitting there. He's he'd be one of the guys that would show up at the end, all wrapped up as the Riddler with his rifle. Clackety clackety It was funny though because he go he like he he documented everything to me. He sent me all this information. And at the end, he goes, he goes, "No, is nobody talking about this? I figured this out. I'm an idiot." No, no, I'm like, I'm why? Like, why is no one talking about this? Because maybe no one. That we figured it out. Maybe you. Maybe you are the one person that has found something out, and good for you. Right. Good for you. I maybe you know. Maybe it is. You should post it somewhere or or talk about it and bring it up to like. That's what I said. I said, well, you know, and he goes, that's when he was saying like maybe it's a contest. And I'm thinking, well, if it's a contest, the fuck are you won. <laughs> I like, figured it out. Like, like I'm not gonna tell you because well, yeah, what if it's a contest and I'll tell you. Well, dude, if it's a contest, you just figured it out. You just won. I'm just not going to tell anybody. Well, he's waiting for the official like announcement oh. of a contest or something. No, spoiler for everybody. Fuck you. We live in a spoiler-rific world. If you figured something out, post it. Let it go viral. And that way, Warner Brothers will go, oh, shucks. <laughs> and, then, it out. and then try to figure out, no, you know what? Congratulations. We do someone figure it out. We didn't want to tell anybody because it's all part of the show. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Well, maybe I should talk. You just won the Batmobile. <laughs> First, let's pull up to your house. <laughs> just the image of, in my head, I see Robert Pattinson dresses the Batman, his hands on the back right by the the jet engine, just <laughs> making sure the car is in neutral and making sure that he doesn't push it downhill and just get away from him. <laughs> just, just, shh, with that slow, dead. Music <laughs> just kind of over the gravel, just <laughs> quick starts to get away. So he's got a quick run around, <laughs> jump in, hit the brakes. So it's like, <laughs> and then take his foot off the brake again, just make sure the car doesn't start rolling on. So goes, okay, <laughs> gets back out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm in the right perfect spot. Okay, perfect place, perfect time. Let me sit there. Just wait. Foot on the gas. 
That's great. All right. So you like the movie. I like the movie. We both like the movie. Stacey liked the movie. She, like you, wouldn't say it was the best Batman movie she's ever seen. However, her bar went right to, she still thinks the Lego movie is the best Batman version that she's ever seen. The best version of Batman. Because Batman's kind of sassy, kind of arrogant, kind of she likes sassy Batman. Like when he's the most, he's supposed to be the smartest person in the room. Everybody else is a fucking moron. He kind of acts it sometimes. She likes that Batman, and Will Will Ar- Will Arnett's Batman right now is kind of that for her. And I'm like, well, I mean, you got to remember he's still young, so maybe next time. Like the end of this movie, it didn't make you think that he knows that he can't be just this. He's got to be more. Mm. Which makes me think that okay, well now since he was his Bruce Wayne was kind of like emo Bruce, you know Bruce Wayne, like I will go out, I will do that. You're not my daddy, Alfred. <laughs> Gonna go upstairs and listen to my Chemical Romance, join the Black Parade. <laughs> so I think that at the end he realized that you know I do bring hope and maybe I should be you know be a good Bruce Wayne and then that way no one. Will, no one will figure out on Batman. Right. <laughs> All right. What else did you? Well, uh, what else I did this week? Uh, well, I G Fork is back on okay. Pluto TV. All right. Um, it's called G Fork Select, but it's basically they're all their new stuff. It's nothing okay. old. Um, but they are showing, um, like the old. Remember the old Ninja Warrior? Yes. Uh, the, uh, the original. Japanese. I turned it on one day and I saw the original. I'm like, yeah, I was. That's like it was interesting. And all, but I'm like, wow, where's give me the shows? You know, like I don't know when they replay the show. I think it's I think it's on prime time, like eight o'clock. Gotcha. You know, seven eight o'clock. When uh, I'm not around. Yeah. <laughs> when you're, when you're not available. It's basically yeah. what it's on. Uh, Son of a bitch! They have X Play again. The the two okay. shows attack the show on X Play. They have some other. They have some other shows too. But right. I like like I said, it's on a weird time, so I haven't figured out. I'm I'm now into this. I'm not in in regular TV mode anymore. Like where it's like you know, <laughs> be there at six o'clock because this is a little start. Right. It's like you know, like oh, it's not on Netflix. Or, right. It's, it's like not, oh, I can't stream it. I can't anywhere. Hulu this thing. Right. Uh son of a bitch. <laughs> I guess I missed it. So I, I've been watching some of it. I've I've been enjoying it. You know, it's just good to see them back. And okay. there's a lot of new cast members. Uh, I I do follow them on TikTok, so I do feel like I see new people occasionally. I'm like, oh, okay, that's nice. You know, I, I like what I what I see. But all right, what else you got? Uh, this past Wednesday, we uh, sip on wasn't over last Wednesday, so we only had one movie. I saw the 1978 Doctor Strange TV movie. <laughs> One, for a while, I thought no one knew existed except for me. Because I remember seeing it. I remember watching it on TV, and it was kind of very far out and trippy and all that kind of stuff. I remember being really like, this is weird. And and kind of like going, huh. Okay. And then, and then later on in my life, I just thought, maybe it was just a fever dream. Nope. <laughs> nope. nope. Saw, watched it. Saw, watched it. Just as bad as the Captain America TV show from 1978. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was it was bizarre because like I think you had to be of that time, like in a way, like right. Like it's very how, very seventy ish, very seventy ish because it was like like 
like this this guy was dating this nurse in the beginning of the show. Doctor Strange was dating right. this nurse, and then all of a sudden now he's dating a patient of his. Well, no longer a patient of his, but you know, like oh. it was it was very bizarre. Like you know, like with thing like okay. like it's like what happened to the relationship of Norton? Like right. he never ended it that you know. You know, <laughs> you know is he like, is he a seventy swinger? You know, like, <laughs> Walks by, just pulls some keys out of a jar. Like okay, let's go home. <laughs> That's how it felt. It really did. It was really bizarre. Um, but it was. It it was funny to watch, uh, it, it, but it was slow. It was like you know because because I think at, at that time there was so much dramatic build up and right. people had those looks like those pauses. I can't even. They, you know, they, they, just, they just look with their eyes and right. that like that was like a te- like a ten minute like. There's a, like a. Why <laughs> someone stares intently at like a screen or something? Yes. Right. <laughs> I mean, of course, you have to realize there's got to be a, a lot of dramatic flair because it's the 70s, so they didn't have a big budget, and it was a t- made-for-TV movie. So you got to have, like, one shot of doing it right, so you save it all towards the end, where I, I in my head, I visualize him standing almost on a mountain or something. He's, like, standing, and the room is just pitch black, and there's, like, colors swirling around him, like, 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 um... Like almost like a kaleidoscope of yeah, colors, yeah. And I'm like, I th- that's the image that stands in my head. And I don't even remember the actor. I'm like, does the actor actor does have a beard? I don't know if he had the white silver stuff on it, but it was very like, like, hey man, he had a, he had a fro for most. Okay, of it. He okay. Had, he had like the uh, uh, the Jew fro. The no, the the, uh, <laughs> I, the guy I, from Joy of Painting, uh, Bob Ross. Bob Ross. The Bob oh, Ross okay. fro. He looked like Bob Ross, like a young Bob Ross. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So people, if you don't get that, look it up. All right, all right. Uh, but it was bizarre. It was, it was. You know, I mean, I wouldn't watch it again. But okay, <laughs> I, I fought, found it. I bought it, and I was excited. And I, you know, dragged Sip on through it. And you know, yeah, why not? Yeah. Right? Did he uh, like it? He, it? I get a feeling sometimes I could just look at the movie and go, "Yeah, he probably, he probably fell asleep." He did. <laughs> He did, but we didn't start until like eleven o'clock. Oh, so it was okay. like it, so was, it was already past his bedtime. Past his bedtime. You know, he's a man of leisure now. <laughs> <laughs> you think he'd have more night hours? Hours? He's like, yeah. well, he was up. He was up to like five in the morning to doing because that's what we were talking about deciphering the whole right. So he know, was up to five in the morning deciphering for that. But he was like falling asleep at the, during the you movie. Five that maybe he's one number off, and he's like, "Damn, I was wrong the whole time." <laughs> Uh, this past week, though, and it might have been over a week ago now, uh, the, the Boys Diabolical. Uh, oh, the dropped, cartoon show. Uh, yes, uh, I, I catched that. I, I watched, did watch. I watched all. Like they're like. They're like it was like eight episodes. episodes. Yeah. So it was like two hours. I think it, it was like fifteen minute cartoons. Yeah, <laughs> for like two hours worth. I was like, what do you think? I liked it. I like. Uh, some I like. Some I like. You know. Yeah, it's it's kind of like it's like it was like love, sex, and or love, death, and robots. Right. You know where it was like you know some you liked, some you didn't like. And it was like, eh, you know they could have done better with this one or right. You know like you know the animation was really cool in this one or you right. know, the story was not eh. Um, but it was it was worth a watch. You know, yeah, it's, it's, if you're a fan of the boys, you watch it because right. it's 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 got that kind of wackiness to it. All right, what else you do there? Right? Uh, finally, yesterday. Because uh, of this weekend, uh, Turning Red is on Disney Plus. Right, right, right. The Pixar movie. I watched that. Um, it was good. <laughs> like, mm. So I watched it. <laughs> I mean, it's like after a while, like some some things just you're not like you're because I'm not like a twelve year old girl, like, right? You know, like, some sometimes the audience you watch a movie and you just go, yeah, this isn't for me. 
uh, I can't relate because I'm not a 12 year old girl. Right. Exactly. Right. You know, and you, you kind of, you know, but it was a cute movie. Uh, you know, I just I, I've always find it. You know, now what what they're doing to Pixar because they're putting them right to Disney Plus. Right, they're not, yeah, they're not giving theater. At least not right now. But just boop, right on Disney Plus. Right on Disney Plus. So I, 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 so you have to have Disney Plus to watch it right now. Um, but it was worth it. I mean, I thought it was fun. Uh, you know, it's it's again, it's another Disney movie. You know, right? It, it, I think they're trying to. to to do instead of the standard story, like they're trying to do beyond that, and that's what right. These- it feels like they're trying to be um, not forcefully. I would say that more inclusive with their storytelling. Yeah. However, I don't. Someone probably in the office was like, "Yeah, you know what? We'll we'll greenlight that." However, I don't think there's an audience in the theaters for that at this moment in time. Right. So let's put it on Disney Plus. We'll promote the hell out of it. People will buy at least a month out of it, so we get like a little spike in our viewership and then if people fade after that who cares but you know here's a nice little story because i think isn't the girl asian canadian asian. canadian asian wow could you get more niche <laughs> like hey uh-huh. canadian can i have an egg roll eh? <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, but it was it was it was a neat story uh, i have to say it did unfold um and it was it was you know, it's about family, so you know. It's about the family, right? Yeah. So it's, there it's, are. So I, speaking of family, I got some stuff for you. <laughs> so that's all. I, that's all I did for the last couple of weeks. About it, you. It's your oh. turn. Okay. Well, uh, we've already talked about the Batman. Yes. Uh, what else did I do? Because Ed, I had a busy couple of weeks. Um, I didn't bring it up last show, but I saw the King's Man. Okay. It was all right. <laughs> I, I, I let me put it this way: it was it was all right enough to be like, oh yeah, you know, I saw it. Did they have to do a prequel? Because I didn't care about what what was the story of what made the, the kings what brought the kingsmen into the world. Right. I didn't think the movie was needed. It was entertaining, but it wasn't anywhere near the level I thought of the other two. Right. Um, okay. Well, Stacy and I uh, last week, Stacy and I had a day off together, mm-hmm. and she wanted to go on a little adventure. So we went to the uh, for us it's the our local museum, the Franklin Institute to partake in the Harry Potter experience at the Franklin Institute. Um, it, it, to put it, uh, put it in comparison, um, I've talked about like when we went to the Pixar thing, mm-hmm. uh, we went to the Star Wars thing, the Marvel thing. It's basically like, hey, here's some props and costumes from the movie. And you walk through and kind of you read some stuff um, about what you're seeing. This one was fun because, um, well, first of all, I've been to the Franklin Museum for almost my entire existence as a child, through a teenager, through adult. Uh, it's the, I'm sure every kid has got in, in their local hometown or at least in a metropolitan area, there's always a class trip to the museum. Mm. It's either the Art Museum or the Franklin Institute were my two choices of museums mm. that we went to. Um, so I've been to the Franklin, I feel like I was like Franklin Institute, Art Museum, Franklin Institute, Art Museum. It's like every other year they they think. Mm. Um, and we, as a kid, never went to the Franklin Institute to go see whatever their exhibit was. Exhibit was. It was always like, hey, kids, we're going to walk and learn stuff. And here, look, touch the ball, the electricity. Here's the human heart that you walk through. And look, ooh, veins. Like, ooh, isn't it great? You know, so uh, we didn't do any of that, by the way. Um, but what was interesting, though, is... In my whole time, I've never seen that place empty. And it kind of was, because we went like middle of the went. It was a 
middle Wednesday afternoon, like at twelve thirty, mm. and I'm like, okay, well maybe you know, like maybe the schools in schools still in session, so there's probably no class trips. Um, and it was like the middle of the day, and I'm like, well maybe they just weren't pop. Like maybe it's pandemic. People aren't going. I, I felt I I made my excuses the reason why because it was weird to be able to sit there and be like see like an empty hallway or like the pavilion where people kind of like sit around and eat or wait for shit just be empty it was mm. it was it almost felt like you were like a special vip at like after hours like you know when you go someplace it's always busy and mm. then you get like to go after hours and then it's not as crowded it's more like oh you spent extra money to be here come along mm. you know uh, where it's like instead of being like a hundred people, maybe like fifty people. You know, that's kind of what it felt like. It mm-hmm. felt very spacious and open. I'm sure Stacey and I could have like breezed through the museum if we wanted to. Um, the the exhibit was kind of nice because we, right before you go in, you sign in and you sign in, you pick what house you're in, and they give you like a little bar with a little wristband with an RFID chip. So what you could do, there's certain spots where you can touch it to a golden snitch. And have like a little interactive thing on a screen, and at the end, if after you do it, you get ten points for your house if you follow Harry Potter. It's yeah. like for me and Stacy, ten points Slytherin, you know. So at the end, like when you get to the end of the thing, there's like a um, like a, a tally of who, what house is winning at that moment. Okay, that's at the end. You could blow through that and not even bother with it. I think it was cute. Like they kind of have like when you first start, you can see your your uh, name on the map of mischief or whatever it was mm. have you seen the movies yes okay you know the map where it'll tell you where people were at any given time yeah I mean, you could pop your name on that you get to pick your one you get to you know do the ridiculous spell and you get your patronus <laughs> you get to pick your patronus and like, yeah. it was a cute little interactive thing and it was it was nice like they see um she's a huge harry potter fan of the books and the movie so it was kind of it was really like she something she really wanted to do not that I'm ever going to say no to a day downtown to like go through a museum because I like the Franklin Institute. It's it's comforting in a mm-hmm. way. It's like kind of going someplace you've always been all the time. It's like a big cushy chair. Um, so there were some things uh, that you could interact with. Uh, like actually, I think Stacy, uh, I could show you. Uh, I didn't post them. Um, I posted one photo because um, I was to kind of give you an idea, but. Like there is like uh, it's uh, what do you call it? What's his face? Is uh, Snape's? Uh, 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 yeah, Snape's uh, robes. Robes, and you just go when you're there. You just kind of go. You kinda, he was kind of a tiny man. Like <laughs> <laughs> when they have like the clothes of all the three kids in the last movie, and you're like, you know, they're like in their teenage years. You just go, fuck one punch. I think I could knock Harry Potter out. Like just, <laughs> just kid, just let me do one punch. And pop, and they're like, oh, Havana Kedavra. <laughs> <laughs> Um, like there's my name on the map. I feel bad for the person I was on top of because I'm like, I well, you weren't standing next to me, were you? Because <laughs> um, there was like a little dragon thing, you okay. know. Um, and then there's Hagrid's chair. I was like, hey, look at me sitting in Hagrid's chair. I feel <laughs> feet dangly. This one I like though. It's um, what do you call it? That one. Uh, what's uh, prof- it's the the woman everyone hates? Oh, uh, um, she's got the cats and she's got the office. It's all real pink. What I like about it is that I must not tell lies was actually on the wall. Like it would, it would scroll, it would scribble on the wall. Oh, okay. So still, so like it's like I was like it's actually not, it's not a green screen picture. It's an actual physical picture of me there um, with a shiny bald head. I look like Doctor Evil. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> I must not tell lies. Yeah, <laughs> Scott. 
<laughs> Give me write this. I will not one million times. Uh, so that was an interesting time. I think it's there until like May. Um, there's like a VIP package that you can get where you like you get like a here here's a free picture. And again, it's just like anything. Okay, go through this little exhibit at the end. Tchotchkes. Right. There's always a store at the end. <laughs> um, I bought a little keychain thing, you know, to, you know, it was like Stacy took it from me and she gave me like another thing so I could, because she liked it more. Uh, it was like a keychain so I could put on my key ring for my car, but she took it and gave me one of hers. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would, if you're a Harry Potter fan, go see it. It was fun. It was, you know, it was a nice day out. It was the best way I Yeah, because I think they do a tour on this. I think it usually starts in Philadelphia. And then, right. And then it tours the country. So eventually it will make your town within the next couple of years. Yeah, I, I'm always like, I always feel like, check your local listings. Cause right. Because <laughs> right. they, yeah, they, they'll, they'll tour it. I mean, like, I know... I remember the human body one that where you know it showed like all the muscles and all the things they right. could have different actions and all what it would do and that was ended up in Florida because it was in a James Bond film right uh, because at that time they were filming uh, Casino Royale at right. that time and it was you think and I remember seeing it before and it started like in Philadelphia I think it was the first right. stop um, so yeah so I mean my wife and I know we're going to go see it I mean she was waiting for I think more warmer weather. To go, because she says she doesn't like to go downtown in the cold weather. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was it was it was nice. I mean, like I said, I I feel like we just got lucky. It was like middle of the day, and the place was kind of empty. It was weird as a person who's been to that museum enough times to be like, hey, should there be like a little bit more of a crowd? There wasn't, and I was like, oh, maybe there's people who are just Harry Potter fans. I don't, I don't think it was that. I think it had to. Well, you see, like like you were like you were saying, like probably schools were in session, and in fact that like they really don't have school trips anymore because they're afraid to do right them out of the schools like you know it's, it's hard enough to wear masks in schools right. or or you know i know the policies dropped since then now yeah well we asked stacy asked the girl like is it uh, the mask policy the girl's like you don't have to wear it it was like she's like okay fine pulled her down i didn't have mine on me at the time because i was getting ready i'm like what's the policy first because i'm that guy now yeah like i'll i'll buy by the rules i'm just like what is it do i can i get away with not wearing it all right i'm not wearing it you know <laughs> not because i'm anti-vax or anti-mask it's just that I'm done. I'm done, Ed. I'm just... <laughs> well, I wear, I wear... It's like the new ascot for the 21st century. I wear around my neck, you know, so that way... Because I, 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 like, I have the little band in the back, so right. I can just quick pop it on. Because like I said, you, you don't know. Like, some stores, like, still kind of require right. and some don't. No, I haven't gone... Actually, I haven't gone to any... But now, like, like I've walked in, like, today I went to McDonald's, like, for uh, dinner, and I didn't even bother. Like, right. I, like, I just walked in, and I'm like, if they say something, I'll put it on. You know, right, like... Right. like that's how I feel. Now. Like if they say something, I'll wear it. Right, but until I'll then, abide. Yeah. <laughs> I'm vaccinated. So what? You know, right? Like, I don't even vaccinated. I had it, so I'm fine. I'm good. <laughs> like I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I checked off all the boxes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see what else did I do? And I did a lot of consuming of media. To be honest, um, I watched. Um, oh, that day, Ed, we went to. I tried the Coke Starlight. Coke Starlight. Yes, Ed. It's a drink that tastes like space. You're gonna you're gonna look it up, huh? No, I type oh. <laughs> typing what you do, so that way I can write it down. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's not good. I'll tell you that. Like, if that's what space tastes like, count me out. Oh, my, whole, my whole life, I wanted to be an astronaut, going to space, the final frontier. These are the stars. It's like I'm just. I'm not tasting I'm it. Not, I'm not. Like, I'm not. I taste one taste. I'm like, yeah. Now keep it grounded. <laughs> like it just. It didn't taste good. No, I, I'm I'm an adult, so I finished my drink like a like an adult. 
but it had this like really not good aftertaste. It it wasn't like it wasn't be like drinking it going like like this going. It wasn't like that. It wasn't soury. It tasted kind of like like candyish, syrupy kind of. It just well, it's 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 it's, <laughs> it's funny because they have a a, a thing in, in in Epcot. It's called Club Cool. Uh-huh. And it's all these Coke products from different okay. countries. And you can go in and, and taste them for free. And they're little, they give, they give they little, little shot glasses. Hey, yeah. Give me let me see what Coke tastes like in Japan. Bam. Oh, ho, that's great. Right. What's it taste like in Australia? Boom. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> right. They have like the difference like South America right. and South uh, Asia and, and stuff like that. So you, you can taste all those different flavors. And they have like Sprites and, and uh, uh, Coke. and Tasty United Nations here in <laughs> Coke land. <laughs> and, and I'll be honest with you. They all taste terrible. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, there's a couple that's like, oh, I drink that. And it's like, then you taste it again and go, yeah, I don't think I drink a whole bottle. Right, <laughs> like, like, I think a, a glass couple. is fine. Like, 16-ounce <laughs> bottle, I'm good. That's it. I don't, two liter now, I'll pass. Yes. Like, yeah, it wasn't, I, I mean, again, if you're adventurous with your drinking, go taste, go try it out. It's 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 an interesting taste, but I would not, I'm not like, ooh, they've got Coke Starlight? Give me one of those, please. I'm more like, no, I'll pass. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, I just wanted to throw that out there. It was, it was, it was an experience that I had, just kind of fair warning, and it's not that great. In case if you're like, ooh, I wonder how that tastes. Ask Sean. Sean's adventurous like that. Um, I stumbled down a well, and, and I watched the new West Side Story. Did you? Yes, I did. I I have HBO Max, and I was. Um, it's like now streaming at the moment, um, and I was like, "Well, I'm kind of." Steven Spielberg remade the 1961, 61 classic. I think it is. Yeah. Um, is it? I think it's six. I think it's sixty years old at this point. Um, and I was like, okay, well. I'm kind of interested in seeing what he did with it. And I wasn't going to last. I didn't think I was going to watch the entire two and a half hour movie. 1961, you're right. Oh, look at that. Um, but I was interested because, you know, like every once in a while, I, I, it, was a, it was a movie. I'm sure just like you, seen it a million times when you were in, in, in high school. Because whenever you talked about Shakespeare and you talked about Romeo and Juliet, eventually someone's wheeling out. Some from someone from the AV department is wheeling out a, a, a TV so you can watch West Side Story on video cassette. <laughs> you know, now people are like VHS. What's that? <laughs> it, would be, it would be DVD. Look it up. Look it up. <laughs> DVD. What's right, that? Right. people are like, what do you mean? You're not watching the Leonardo DiCaprio Claire Danes one? No, and we go back. It was West Side Story. West Side Story was the one that it was. We watched all the time. So, and you know, like, I feel pretty. I feel pretty. I feel pretty and witty and gay. Now that's no longer that line anymore. I don't know if you know that or not. It's now I feel pretty. Oh, so pretty. I feel pretty and witty and bright. <laughs> no, yeah, they changed it because you know at the time gays. Gay used to be happy. Right, gay used to be happy, but now it's not. Now it's kind of it's a it's a slur. So they figure let's just change that one word so that way no one gets uppity about it. Um, the cast, what is it a slur? Uh, I mean, I think it depends. I mean, how you use it. I think it's how you like, it's use a slur. Yes, I do believe so. And again, with the fall down, all of a sudden, geeksters canceled. <laughs> so would have to listen for that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's it is a slur. It depends on how you use it and. Who uses it too? Okay. It's like white people can't say the N word, right? You know, and, and 
people of nice. No. <laughs> so it's like straight people can't use the G word either. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's the best way I could put it. Unless you have, unless you, you have permission, I guess, if, if you're in a room full. I, don't know, I, th- I mean, I don't know. I mean, I because that's how they, 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 they send it to each other. Right. But th- that's allowed because they're in that area. <laughs> it's like it's like me walking to a synagogue going sub Jew, like, <laughs> like I can I can say that because I'm Jewish. <laughs> All right. All right, I'm not getting into this. No, forget it. Forget it because I know that we're going to a, we're probably getting into a, a corner that we can't get out of. Right. You're not going to okay. see me walk into a church. Go, what's up, Christians? Like, what's up, Gentiles? What's up, Gentiles? <laughs> yeah, I just, just don't do that. That's our word. <laughs> right. Right. So that's their word. And so they took it out. Of it. But overall, the movie still played beat for beat. They had all the same songs in it. There was nothing, at least from what I can remember. But maybe watch the whole thing was the fact that I was like, I like remembering that song. And then it'd be like, okay, we don't, oh, this song's up. Like, I forgot that when the songs appeared in the 61 version. Because I, I like to live in America, da, 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 America, da, 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 you know, or when you're a jet, you're a jet all the way from your first cigarette to your last dying day. <laughs> or stay cool, boy, cool, boy, boy, crazy boy, ah, loose boy, you know, all that. <laughs> Got a rocket in my pocket. <laughs> stay cool, cool, boy. <laughs> Maria. This time, though, the person played played the lead is the kid who plays in Baby Driver. I didn't know who could sing or dance. I was All like, right. oh, that's kind of neat. Like, I thought he was deaf. <laughs> <laughs> no, apparently he, uh, what do you call it? A lot of people were trying to cancel him. I don't know if it succeeded or not because he had some sort of like a, some people were coming out saying that he's not, he was not nice to some female compadres of his. Okay. So I think that they were trying to cancel him. And I, Someone also said that he wasn't that good in the movie. I was like, he was fine in the movie. I mean, I don't... I, I, then again, I'm not a theater major, or so I can't say that like, he could have emoted this more, or <clears throat> he did a fine job. Right. I was entertained. I watched the entire thing. Not once and I went, that guy sucks, click. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, just did, I just, just did it not once. Uh, Rita Moreno's in it, uh, in, the, in this version. Wow. So it was kind of nice. She's also executive producer, I found out, because at the end of the movie, there's like this whole, like, uh, on HBO Max, there's like a 30-minute, 30, 30 like, the movie, classic movie, Turner classic movies, where they talk to her, the kid who plays Bernardo, and kind of plays Riff. They're apparently, they're still, still alive. Mm. So they had like a little sit-down, like, hey, this movie was six years ago. What did you think? Um, what I liked about Rita Moreno is she's very, always been, like, in-your-face honest. She admits that she didn't like the original movie because they made every there wasn't a lot of like Natalie Woods in the movie. She's not Latino in any way, shape, or form, but she's playing Maria. Right, right. What's your favorite? This in this movie, um, very very diversely ethnic is people who were supposed to be of Latino origin were Latinos and the. Polacks, I guess. In this movie. I don't know if they were actually of Polish descent, but they were the white people. <laughs> so it was very. And, and as far as I hey, guess, Polacks are <laughs> our word. <laughs> right. <laughs> can't use that. You can't, can't use that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was. It was entertaining. It was fun. I, I wasn't like, 
oh my god, this was blue, uh, blew the original away. It felt exactly like the original. I think Spielberg just went shot for shot. He's like, <laughs> I, I think he just was like, you know what? We're going to make this. <laughs> well, I think it was more like, I, the way I kind of feel it is, I feel like West Side Story is an important story to tell. As weird as it sounds, because it is very Romeo and Juliet. It does talk about, um, it does touch upon like social issues with race and and class, you know. Right, right. So, and I feel like in 1961, it's still as relevant as it is today. Unfortunately, mm. you know. And I feel like maybe Spielberg was like, "Hey, you know what? I'm a big, big fan of that movie." And I feel like kids nowadays probably aren't going to watch a 60-year-old movie. So if I make it this year, maybe it'll be brought back into, like, you know, maybe it might find another audience again the way that it found me when I was younger. Like, you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe not. I, someone said, hey, Spielberg, uh, we'll give you, like, a million bucks to reduce West Side Story. Or, Done. <laughs> or, like, Spielberg, you... You can do whatever you want to do. What do you feel like doing now? You're a two-time Oscar winner. You know what? I was singing, uh, you know, boy, boy, crazy, but I was like, you know what I think I want to do? Remake West Side Story. Done. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, like I'm, I was kind of wondering because I, I, I do want to see it. My, I think my mom said my was that was my my dad's favorite films, um, and. I I seen the original probably more times than I care to admit. Right, you know? ditto. Like, yeah. I, like I said, it was it was a staple of of growing up in high school right. or elementary school because right. it was. But uh, the, the for me it was like every time I saw that and it's like you know Steven Spielberg's West Side Story. <laughs> you're going. Apparently, I'm not. I'm not, like I remember the other one still. So like, right, like, like I, it's like you're going. Why? Like that is exactly how I felt. I, and I'm thinking, well, maybe he did something different. Like he not a thing. <laughs> not, there's there's no aliens, no spaceships. There's not even a giant shark head. Not one. <laughs> like, I, looked. I looked everywhere. I thought this was a sequel to Ready Player One. That wasn't edited. No little guy going et phone home. It was none of that. Not a single shark anywhere. It was there was it was it was in color, so it wasn't even black and white with a little girl in a red dress. Yeah, nothing, <laughs> nothing. Says a Schindler list. I was wondering you're gonna pull that. You're gonna pull that one off. Um, so I, no one just no one there crying. Going, I could have done one more. I could have done more. <laughs> um. It watched it, and I felt the same way too. It was like Spielberg's doing West Side Story. Has it already been said? Like, <laughs> why do you need to remake something that's already a classic? It won eleven Oscars, like or ten Oscars, ten or eleven Oscars that year. Like it, <laughs> it was, and it's like Spielberg wants to add one more to his right. list. So he's like, I'll just take from their coattails. Right. And like, Wait, Spielberg's like Ted. I think I can beat it. No, <laughs> you can just you can't like. It's everything. That movie is perfect and, and, and right and good. It and, and stands out. It stands the test of time. Sort of, I guess. Now, if you look at it through the eyes of like a Latino person, it probably doesn't. Well, I was saying there's, there's. I'm sure, I'm sure Steven Spielberg made changes to make it more relevant, right? You know, type of thing. Well, but the well, idea it was is set in the sixties. What it was set in the sixties. It wasn't a modern take. It was. It was. <laughs> 
<laughs> you're killing my buzz here. You're killing my buzz. See, see, what you're telling me is he did shit. He just he could have he just he just reached Natalie Wood and, uh, and the other guys in there and just put in right. actual like Latinos. Right. And, and you take the West Side Story poster and just put Steven Spielberg right on top of it. And then <laughs> that was Steven it. Steven Spielberg presents West Side Story because the idea is because it is a social class issue. They did kind of do one thing with that. The reason where in the original movie I found this out by watching the bonus shit. Where they filmed it was going to be torn down that area to make room for the Lincoln Memorial, like the Lincoln Center, like in New York. So it was actually like a real like situation at the time. And what they did in making the movie is like they kind of pan up over that area to have like coming soon, like the Lincoln. Like so, it takes place in the sixties, hmm. and you're like, okay, but legitimately, and I swear to, you, I mean, like the greasers, like. Excuse me. <laughs> Woo. I'm moving around a little too much with my Pepsi. Excuse me. Woo. But it really is like very like I, I wouldn't say I don't think shot for shot because I don't have the original plate in my head while I'm watching it. Go Spielberg. Could he do better? Like okay. I just it just it just felt very much like the original, just more a retelling of that same story, just with modern actors and a more ethically diverse cast. Okay, where it should be. Dancing was fine. I, I I mean I think the sets were different because you now can do more like the school scene, like the they weren't on the rooftop, they were in the street where they were singing um uh, the I want to be in America. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, nah, nah. They're actually it's like a set piece and they're walking through the streets of New York, not dancing on a rooftop with right. laundry around, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean outside of that, I mean it's still just it was played exactly like like it should have. All right. <clears throat> um, also, too, um, I would have had a full review of F9 because <laughs> that's also streaming. Right before I started watching West Side Story, I was like, oh, f- the Fast and Furious 9 is on HBO Max. I want to watch that. But let me see. But you know what? I'll, let, me, let me catch West Side Story first. You know, like I, just wanna, I thought I was going to watch like 10 minutes of it and be done. Mm-hmm. Like be like, oh, okay, you know, it looks exactly the same as I remember. And I did not realize I'd be sucked into it as be toe-tapping away going, I remember that. Oh, look, he got the gun. Hey, oh, no. Oh, no. Bro, no, he got shot. Like, <laughs> like no. I have a gun now, too. How do you think I can kill Benito? <laughs> or Chino is the guy's name. <laughs> do I have a bullet for you, for me? Ah. <laughs> Crazy. I'm going to need a bigger shark. <laughs> None of that. <laughs> um, so I started watching it. Friday night? Yes, Friday night. I got about halfway through, or maybe yeah, halfway through. Um, I mean, it's, it's for a guy who's all about family. He's got more secrets about his family than anybody else, and I think in the entire film in franchise. Fast and Furious Eight, Ed. If you remember, it was about the son no one knew he had, right? <laughs> Except I tuned out after four. So, uh... <laughs> Well, apparently, Ed, they, they keep bringing on all these people because then you have The Rock in 5 and 6. Right. Um, <clears throat> then you had um, Jason Satham in it, and they liked him so much, they spun off with Hobbs and Shaw. The last movie brought in uh, Charlize Theron as like this, named Cypher, like this huge hacker mm. who happens to be the sister 
of uh, Jason Statham, whose mother, by the way, is Helen Mirren. Just I'm just going to throw that out there. Okay. You know, <laughs> I don't I don't know if she's going to make an appearance in this movie or not. I haven't gotten that far. But again, it was about him having a, a child that no one knew about, right? And the child was in danger. Blah blah blah. Cipher's using that the, the her having the kid to kind of force Dominic Toretto to kind of be a bad guy in that movie until mm-hmm. you know family comes. I'm like, dude, how can you spend eight other seven other movies not mention about? Oh, by the way, I got a kid. You know, like <laughs> I like, we need a plot point. What do we got? Uh, what if Dominic Toretto had a child no one knew about? A little baby, a little baby too, which means that he's had maybe was after him and Letty broke up or when she was possibly dead I don't know because I know you don't watch the franchise but there was even a moment where she was dead and I know I know they brought her back they brought her back because she had amnesia I mean there's a fucking soap opera I'm I'm sooner or later one's gonna get taken by aliens I swear to god (laughs) (laughs) and Spielberg will be there (laughs) Spielberg will be there the whole time going I could do that (laughs) (laughs) so this time around Ed Dominic Toretto is his his he's got an evil brother played by John Cena. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I think it's John Cena because you know why? I see a person driving a car, but I can't see him. Oh man! Wait, 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 wait! Okay, all right. So apparently, the story goes, Ed. Is that Dominic and his brother? I forget his brother's name. Uh, I don't remember because I, I don't. I don't know. I, they don't even look related, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, let's let's face it. Well, apparently their father was a big race car driver, and they were in their pit crew. And apparently their their dad died on the track, like in, a, in an auto automobile accident. Apparently, Dominic Toretto's brother, played by a young whoever that kid is either accidentally or purposely did something to the car to make the car blow up or to or it was an accident he wanted to do something and it caused an accident i don't rightly know all i know is, is that the guy who did the driving dominic toretto beat the shit out of him and wound up in jail did some hard time then found out that the car was tampered with and went the last person to touch the car was my brother and his brother now is kind of like a king of a street racing gang like he's like look at you you know and it's not really dominic it's not it's still this young kid playing a young Dominic Toretto is like, hey, I'm going to race you and if I win, you just keep driving. You're dead to us. You never, you're not part of the family anymore. Of course, he wins and the kid drives off and next thing you know, that's how Dominic Toretto lost his brother. So, like, all this time, no one knew that he had a brother and everyone's like, what? You have a brother? How come we didn't know that? But you also knew who? He's got a sister. She was kind of the main plot point in the first one. She never once mentioned it either in the entire nine fucking movies, eight movies, until this one. It was like, yeah, I just always kept it quiet because he. And it was always a sore subject with Dominic, so I never brought it up. Like, what? what? And then, of course, they have not mentioned Paul Walker's death because in the franchise, Paul Walker's character is married to Dominic Toretto's sister. Right. Now, as you remember, Dominic Toretto has a kid now, and Dominic, uh, Toretto, Dominic and Letty live out in the woods, at, like on a farm now. They're not, this is how the movie starts off, by the way, and, and they're, what do you call it, not even, like, any, no street rice and nothing, nothing. He's, like, working on a tractor, but the, the fancy car's off in the garage kind of thing. Right. 
Then the kids running around, and then all of a sudden the 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 team comes up out of nowhere because all of a sudden it went from a street gang to super spies. I don't know when that fucking happened, you know. So, but they hide the kid, and so in order, <laughs> what happens is is that Kurt Russell's character, who's That's like from a guy, for, for a guy. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt Russell's Russell. Kurt Russell. Russell's Mister Unknown or Mister Nobody, right? Oh my God. Apparently, he had... Kurt Russell must have been desperate. <laughs> well, he's in this movie briefly because his plane goes down that was holding Cypher in a cell, right? Mm. So Cypher gets loose, but what happens is Dominic Toretto's brother breaks her out because he's looking for this, this, this Apollo project that'll help control fucking satellites. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm watching, I'm going, they're going out in space in this movie. Motherfuckers. They're going to space. <laughs> I'm going to have Dominic Toretto in space. I'm going, hey, those my family. Bloop, bloop. I could just see it. I'm like, oh, what's this going to happen? Like, is John Cena hanging off the edge of the car as they're re-entering Earth's atmosphere? I, I don't know. But they decide to go and rescue or find the plane, you know, to find this thing that's half of something. And that's where you see, like, that's that's where the, 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 the stunt of him dropping off the cliff with the rope attached to the thing. Yeah. And the... The physics of that is just fucking. Un, un, yeah. un, it's like someone just went physics. Crump, 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 throw that out the window. Plot. Crump, 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 throw that out the window. Like because yeah. they, they, they have everybody in this movie should have been dead like four times over. Well, they, from Ed, some of the physics that happened. And I'm going. That actually is a plot point. Oh really? <laughs> they have Tyrese. Tyrese who can't act his way out of a paper bag. And they have Ludacris, and they're kind of like the Abbott Costello of the of the of the franchise. Right. You know, like one's dumb and dumb, one's, one's smart, one's not so smart, right? right. So, <clears throat> for whatever reason, Dominic Toretto. I really really else because Dominic Toretto gave his kid to Brian, which was Paul Walker's character. He's not in this obviously because he, uh, he passed away as an actor. But they haven't brought that up in the movies yet. Mm. He's at home watching the kids while they go on this madcap adventure <laughs> like because he's out of the life remember he was out of the life right. so so he doesn't want to get back in but yet his sister comes like his wife which is also Dominic's sister comes back because it's my brother it's kind of thing right well they go through this big shoot him up thing and Tyrese by all rights should have been killed he is surrounded by people shooting guns at him and I don't know how he fucking gets through it right he, he's got even bullet holes on his fucking shirt he's not even wearing a bulletproof vest and I and this is key, all right? Okay. Because later in the movie, he mentions the fact that we have done some crazy shit. There's no way we should be alive at all. And Ludacris, of course, doesn't believe it. He's like, you're just being, you're being ludicrous. He's <laughs> like, you're being ridiculous. And he's like, no, I'm not ridiculous. I'm ludicrous. No, you're not. I'm ludicrous. You Tyrese. <laughs> Third base. Third base. <laughs> So I don't know if like they mention it, and I don't know if it's going to be like a, a like a a throwback to like later. Sorry, talking up my hands. A throwback to later in the movie, but I was just like, I can't believe they even brought this up. I was like, and I really don't know what the plot of the movie is, other than the fact that Dominic Toretto's got a brother who's a bad guy, and he has Cipher who's in like a fucking like uh, a Hannibal Lecter cage. Like all glass, and they don't give her any kind of anything with electronics because she's uber hacker. Anything that she touches has to be pre-internet. <laughs> okay. I'm like, why? Like she's in a box. Like you want her to help you 
find some stuff, but then you're not giving her the means to. It's it's really out there. I don't I don't I don't know why John Cena is working with a group of people who are keeping her in a box while they get this Apollo thing that's going to attach to satellites that will affect the weather. I think or something like that. I don't I don't know. It's very now it turned into. Doctor Evil plan of or Batman sixty six plot line. I, I want my race days to be clear. <laughs> right, <laughs> it was about family. You know, what about your brother? Oh, I don't talk about him. We don't talk about that part of my family. Never <laughs> again. No, I don't talk about that either. I don't know what you're talking about. The kid right there, he's, he's he called you father. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Nothing's more important to me than family. What about your brother? I don't. We don't talk about him. <laughs> I love my sister. She means the world to me. Her and Brian, Brian's my ride or die. My brother, my actual flesh and blood brother, he killed my father. I don't. He prepared to die. <laughs> like, he didn't even give him a chance to even explain himself, at least not yet. The question I have, though, is Ed, and this is the big, big mystery on top of it all, is the fact that Dominic, is, he, is John Cena going to become a good guy by the end of the movie? Because you need... I mean, you already have Jason Momoa signed on, but are you going to have John Cena towards the end of the, this? I, I should probably already be. I should probably look, but I don't want to. I want to be surprised, Ed. I want to be by the end of the movie going, oh, so he turns John Cena from bad to good. Oh, go figure. Because John Cena's been living in his brother's shadow this whole time. It's like, what shadow? You got kicked out of the family. <laughs> like, you could go and be whoever you want to be. Instead, you sit there and sulk about it, and you're not even. A, I don't think you're. You look you look nothing like his family line at all. Like I think maybe daddy was cheating on him. Mama. Like I I just don't you guys look alike as kids, but but when you veered off, like you <laughs> Ten's gonna be a half brother. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> he actually did cheat on him. Right. Uh and then the last thing I did well to talk about is uh I'll talk about when we get to video games, but I've been playing uh WWE two K twenty two. All right. It it's different, Ed. <laughs> so uh movies, did I buy any movies this week? I did I bought Bumblebee because okay. it was uh on sale. Uh I also did this past oh, I bought the um ten movie bundle pack from Star Trek. Oh, okay. I yeah, brought- there was a flash sale going on. Right. Like we think, and I texted Sean or messaged Sean uh, when I was like, "Oh my God, there's a there's a flash sale for like twenty five bucks." It, it was it was twenty. It was with tax and all. Want to be like almost twenty six dollars, but it was every single Star Trek movie with the exception of the reboot. So it was one through ten basically. Right. Um, and at first, I thought it was going to be the four K version, but they're not. They're the high def editions. I don't care. But I, I told Stacy about because I was like, I don't know if I really want to buy them. I already own them. Do I want to buy them? And I mentioned it to Stacey. She's like, that's actually – she's like, if you were to transfer that, if you were to to do your distant digital transfer, it would be, you know, like around the same price, maybe a little less. Why aren't you buying it? I'm like, because I didn't know I could. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> like, I was like, all right. I mean, it's a sweet deal. So I bought it. And I watched the first one, and I watched the second one. I haven't watched the third one yet. Like, I was – going to be like, I'm going to watch them all. And then I got sidetracked with other things like Fast 9 and West Side Story. And <laughs> well, I, I, I did buy it myself as well. Okay. I don't I have them digitally. And I, okay. I have them as like the pack sets. Right. So I don't have them individually except for one I have as a... Uh, it's a, in the white box. Like, hey, here's yeah. all the Star Trek original 
the movies and here's all the next generation movies. Yes. Yeah, that's how I have, I have it too. I have those two sets. So like and the only other one I have is like Wrath of Khan because there was a director's right. cut that came out like right. for the 50th anniversary they which wasn't really much of a director's <laughs> cut. They just changed some of the conversations they had okay. which wasn't a major Right. There was no revelation. Right. <laughs> it wasn't wasn't something that you're going, "Oh my god, I'm glad I own this." You know? Right. I just got suckered into it and bought it. It was like, "Oh, all right. Well, whatever." <coughs> all right. So Let's go to releases this week now. Sure. I'm just going to give you the highlights right. of last week's okay. releases. Uh, the Matrix Re- Revolutions came out yeah, uh, last it week. I almost bought that. Almost. So, yeah. And then, of course, if you don't have any of the Matrix movies, which I don't understand if you if you don't. Uh, well, you know, some people. You can get the four pack. So All right. There All you right. go. Um, Coming to America, the sequel to Coming uh, to America. Okay. All right, right. Coming number two, America. Yeah, coming to number two, America is coming out. The came out this past week. Okay, I thought I thought it was just a remastered of the original. Okay, all right. Uh, Supergirl, the last final season of uh, uh, the TV show, came out the sixth and final season. Is called. Okay, yeah. So that's it. Uh, so that's all the highlights for uh, that. Um, you got, of course, you mentioned WWE 220, 2K22. 2K22 came out of video last right. week, video games last week. Um, and that's all I'm going to say. That's, yeah, that's, that yeah. was the only important one. There right. was a couple others in there, but <laughs> <laughs> WWE is the only thing that takes place. Well, I'll go to this week now. Speaking of West Side Story, coming out this Tuesday <laughs> is West Side Story, all right. the new version. So okay. there you go. Um, a lot of 4Ks are coming out this week. We've got the American uh, American Werewolf in London is getting a 4K treatment. Okay. The Sword and the Sorcerer is getting a 4K treatment. The cartoon? No. The uh, It's like the 80s. Uh, With Lee Horsley? Yes. <laughs> yes. You're shitting me. I shit you not. <laughs> I got to fucking look that up. No way. The Sword and the Sorcerer? Yes. A Blu-ray. I got to go to Blu-ray.com. Blu-ray.com. <laughs> Then we'll, well, I'll go on while you're looking for that. The Amazing Spider-Man Collection is getting a 4K release. The two Amazing Spider-Man movies. Shooter is getting a 4K release. And Sonic the Hedgehog is getting a 4K release. Okay, okay, that's fine. I get that. Uh, what? Blue chips? Is it the, I see the Skulls. The, uh, the Skulls trilogy. Come on. You said it's what he called uh, the sword and the sorcerer getting a 4K release. Sword, uh, for, yeah, you're right. They, they, they get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Why? The problem is, I want it. That's the problem, Ed. I uh, like that movie. I'm probably one of the only people that likes this movie. Is it's one of those movies that I watch. You know, I enjoy. You know, I I don't think I have it on my Amazon's you know, got it for thirty bucks. <laughs> 4K <laughs> Blu-ray does it have is it there is there a digital copy? That's got to be. There's got to be. There's no way that you get a 4K and not a blue and not a digital transfer for that. I that, don't that would know. be that would be amazingly annoying. stupid. Yes, that's the word. Uh, it's come from, it's from Scream Factory. So that's probably why uh, Scream Factory is not really known for putting their movies on on on. <laughs> I still want it though. <laughs> I gotta be honest. I it is one of those movies that I really like. <laughs> it's so okay. Well, that gets a 4K release, and yet fucking 
I don't understand. <laughs> Speaking of 4K, though, <laughs> again, I went down a well on Voodoo uh-huh. because they also had a, a Marvel sale where it was all the Marvel movies, most of the Marvel movies, for about like eight bucks, 4K version. Yeah. I didn't a lot. Of, I kind of doubled up because like I have Doctor Strange, but I have it on my Apple account, and I don't fucking feel like going to my. I'm, I'm beefing with Apple kind of at the moment at MGM, so I re I bought it again for the 4K version. Right. But that put me down a well of going. Well, I got some extra money. Let me get Iron Man one and two because I have three already out. You know, like I have three in my Voodoo account. I have like. Thor 2 and 3 but I don't have one I didn't buy that one yet the only ones I didn't buy I, I think I didn't upgrade my um, first Avengers movie right. um, I didn't buy Captain Marvel you figured that's what I fucking didn't even own I still haven't bought it yet <laughs> <laughs> could have bought it for $8 digitally I was like nah pass <laughs> let me get Thor, let me get Thor let me get Iron Man 2 <laughs> like <laughs> So I kind of I, I went down that well I think I spent like I was like I'll get Iron Man Iron Man 2 uh, I think it was Age of Ultron. I was like, so I got like 4K transfers of those. Hey, what else is coming out? Uh, Southland Tales is getting a another video release, but this is the Arrow uh, video release. It's like a special edition type of gotcha. thing. So uh, if you like The Rock and uh, Sarah Michelle Geller and and uh, uh, we call Kevin Smith said it too. Yes. So there you go. All right. Uh, then getting re-released on Blu-ray. Uh, this week, uh, Twelve Monkeys, okay, Eon Flux, okay, Brazil, Death Race twenty fifty, all right, and a for a good time call, <coughs> call who, Ed? <laughs> 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 all right, this is the one. This one of the movies you bought because I remember watching it with you. Right, right, right. It was a girl who was who was doing like a phone sex line. Yeah, it was like a, a comedy, which wasn't that funny. No. I, I I don't think we laughed. I did I, I you laughed, but you were trying to laugh to make it funny. I was How did I get it? Did I actually buy it? Yes, you did. I must have bought it cheap. <laughs> Maybe sometimes I just go like I, I just want that. Like it's that like oh I'm here about I feel guilty if I don't buy something. <laughs> so you got for a good time. I'm here. All right, well whatever. <laughs> All right, let's move on to video games. Uh, we have first off Grand Theft Auto Five, developed by Rockstar North and published by Rockstar Games for the PS5, Xbox Series X, and X, and that's coming out Tuesday, March fifteenth. Is it? I haven't seen a single copy. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> well, it's with, like, I mean, maybe that's uh, what the Game Informer's telling me. I mean, it's possible. Brought to you by GameStop. Power <laughs> to the players. <laughs> 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 all right. All right. What else? Now I gotta put my glasses on because my. Uh... Trying to think off the top of my head, I'm trying to go like, okay, what did I box up? Uh... Uh, Phantom Breaker Omnia, developed by Mages and published by Rock okay. Rocket Panda Games for the PS4, Xbox Switch, and Switch to PC. So there you some. Hey, shit coming out till the 25th of March again. <laughs> <laughs> Tunic, developed by Tunic Team and published by Finji. For the Xbox One Series S and X and PC, that's coming out Wednesday, March 16th. Then we have Persona 4 Arena Ultimax. Okay. Uh, developed by Arc System Works and published by Atlas for PS4, Switch, and PC. And that's coming out Thursday, the 17th. And finally, Stranger of Paradise Fantasy. 
Hino Fantasy Origin, uh, okay. de- developed by Koi Temko and published by Square Enix for the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, SNX, and PC, and that's coming out Friday, March 18th. Here's what I can tell you about Stranger in Paradise, because I see that promotion a lot. It is the origin story. This is where Final Fantasy's gone, Ed. It is the origin story of the bad guy from Final Fantasy 1. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, I, I've never played the first Final Fantasy, so I really don't know much about the plot. Apparently, it's very science fictiony or science fictiony because it's stuck in a time loop of some sort. Um, and I guess the bad guy is part of that, or his. I don't. I don't know why. Or maybe it's like a Groundhog's Day for him, and that's why he's sour. A sourpuss. I, I don't know. The graphics are look. It's very modernized, so it's it looks it looks shiny and pretty. And I'm like, okay, I don't know anything about the story. Of the game. I'm like, all right. It, wait, I'm like, what? It's an origin story of a bad guy for a game that I don't know, what, 30 years old at this point? Like, like, Remind me more than that. Yeah, I think it was like almost, well, 35, 40 years old. Maybe? Okay, hold on. Well, that's the thing. Like, I see the. Final Fantasy 1. <laughs> Final Fantasy 1. 87. 87. All right, okay. So 35 years. Uh huh. Because um, I, remember, I remember playing one, like. I remember playing Final Fantasy back in the day, like and like there was like a difference between the Japanese version, like well, the version we got would be more Final Fantasy two was Final Fantasy, right? I think or something like that, or two and three or something like that. So like the numbers were always off, and then finally they caught up with each other, and we didn't get one of the Final Fantasies that were in Japan that were okay. there here, and I, that's always that's always I remember it. So I. I because I remember, I think it was the first one. I, and I, I, cause I always remember there was this one wizard, and he was like, he, he called out a, a spell, and, and it was like the most tragic thing. He's like, Mito, and then like, and then the meteor shower hits and kills all the enemies or something like that. But it kills him in the process because the power was too great. And there's just like, and all the kids were like upset because he was like their very like their favorite. He was like, yeah, gotcha. All right, okay. Uh, is that it? Yeah, Fef yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's the 25th, and it's gonna really going to matter. There's some really good games coming out on the 25th. A couple of them I'm going to be purchasing, so... Hey! hey. I've gotten into that well of uh, a backlog. <sighs> Update? I'm probably going to trade an Elden Ring. I don't know if I told you I was playing that. It's frustrating. I've, I've gotten... It's it's the one that was based off of uh, Dark Souls. Dark Souls. It's, yeah, it's, same, it's, maker, it's same maker, same kind of idea. I think I predicted that. I, look, and I, and I was fully willing to admit that I was probably going to do that eventually at some point in time. Yeah. I don't hate the game, but I'm playing more games that are more entertaining to me. Right. Okay? Uh, one of those games being Horizon Forbidden West. I talked about that. Yes. Uh, I also told you that I would have a, a, a what do you call it, a review of Gran Turismo 7. Right. Okay? Um, it's, I never thought, I mean, it's a driving simulator game. Um, but this one has a little bit more open world. I don't want to say open world. It has more to do to just racing. Racing is a big part of it, but it's for it's it's a it's basically a love letter to cars, right. like uh, and racing because you can fine tune your cars, you can purchase cars. Like I got invited to purchase a car. I own a and I own a DeLorean. Just I had to, <laughs> I, it was up for sale. Had to buy it. Had to buy a DeLorean. <laughs> So I just, just for the record, um, <laughs> it's like it was one of the cars that was available for purchase, and that 
there's like over 400 cards that you could collect in the entire game. And you know me, I'm like, I love collecting. Right. And also, it's a game that I didn't pay anything for. Because guess what? I work for a company that gives you shit, right? right? And it was by Sony, and Sony likes to take care of their people. And I was looking forward to playing it because the trailer looks phenomenal, looked phenomenal. I was like, mm-hmm. I can't wait to get my hands on it. I'm kind of really interested in seeing what this game could do on a PS5. Because, you know, I'm sure it looks just as good on the PS4. I, I don't know. Mm. I played it. It's actually it's really nice. I mean, it is a real driving simulator. Like I have to worry about you know cornering and braking and stuff like that. But ultimately, it's, it's kind of fun. Um, and I kind of like that. Fall around a rabbit hole. It's, it's one of those games where, oh, you know what? I, I, I'm tired, but I really don't want to go to bed. I don't really want to get too heavy with Horizon or Dawn. I don't want to get mad and play Elden Ring. So let me get a couple races in. Right. You know, or let me see if I get so it, it, so it kind of it scratches an itch. For when I want to play a video game and I don't want to like save the world, right. <laughs> you know, like uh, this just makes me sure I turn left, turn right, step on the brake, turn right. Oh, I hit the wall. Like, you know? <laughs> um, oh, I didn't make that speed trial. Fuck, I try again. Like, and then I get stubborn and stuck in the loop because my friend Mark, he also plays it because you can see who's on your friend list. He's the only one on my friend list that's playing it right now, but he has now become the person I incessantly need to beat in time. He doesn't know it yet, and I'm sure he probably <laughs> feels the same way about me because there are stuff where I was like, oh, wow, Mark's playing it, and hey, you got that time? I think I could beat that. <laughs> and then I play it, and I'd be like, what do you know? I did beat it. Like, yeah, suck on that. Like, I'm not, I'm not like. You're I'm, not messing with me. It's, it's, the, it's the, like, like, I'm your secret boyfriend. You don't know it yet. I'm right. secretly beating you in time. Right. And he's probably the same way. He's like, he's like, suck on this. When he beats your time. Right. There's, there's moments where, like, I would play it. I'm like, oh, he beat me like, like nine tenths of a second. Fuck, I gotta try it again. And then I would try like three or four times and not do it. Like, you know what? Fuck, you can have that one. Like, <laughs> I'll get the next one. And it is like, because it, and it's only right now on, um, in order to progress through the game, you have to have certain driver's license. Like, uh, and I'm, I think I'm like an international A. Um, and so I have to learn how to, you know, go up hills, do like all this stuff, because that's where my races are now gonna be taking me. Mm. So that's where, like, I could see his time on those things for the for the tests. And I'm like, I could beat him. I got to beat him. You know, and when I do beat him, I'm like, yeah, that's right. What? What? Oh, wait till you log in. Try that one again. I hope it, I hope it tells you that Sean beats your record. Like, <laughs> probably doesn't. He probably doesn't even know. He probably will know later on because I'm ahead of him in some of the tests. I was like, I got nothing to do. Let me get some of these tests out of the way so that way in the game I can just keep playing. Right. So there's some there's moments where it's like it's just me on the leaderboard and I'm like, oh, I hope he doesn't beat my time. <laughs> like, you know, like, <laughs> like, I don't think I did that well, but I'm too tired to go back in. I just want to pass so I can get my license and then keep going. I'll loop back and try that try that, that again. Right. Like, right now, I'm just like, just, but it, it's, it's a fun little, wa- not a waste of time, it's a fun little time killer, you know, for doing that. Until this weekend when I got WWE 2K22. A tagline, it hits differently. It hits different. <laughs> it hits different. Um, <clears throat> game is built from the ground up again. Uh, mm-hmm. All new engine, all new graphics. I mean, the graphics are stunning. And I mean, that looks like The Rock. That tattoo is not a smudge on his arm. It is crystal clear. And that ass whooping I got from him was crystal clear too. <laughs> like, like uh, Ray Mysterio is on the cover this year, 
Now, I'm happy because I know who Rey Mysterio is. Past couple years, I don't know who those people are. I'm not fucking buying the game, right? Right. I think, well, Rey Mysterio's on it. It's a brand new engine. I'm kind of interested in seeing it. It's about, and it's it's basically this, you, it's his rise. Like, he tells his story. And in order to tell his story, you have to play those matches. Mm. And it's kind of like back in, uh, I think it was 2016, where they did the Attitude Error, where they kind of went through the history of, like, Stone Cold and Degeneration X. And you had to play these certain matches to continue on with the story. Story that most people already know, but it's just kind of neat. Mm. So with Ray, it's kind of like, hey, I started here, and this is where like you're going to start on his journey. I have not done that yet, Ed, because the first thing a person wants to do is create their own wrestler and get in the ring, right? right. I created my wrestler. I had a problem, though, because I couldn't find where to fucking change the hair. Like, I'm used to, like, okay, well, you're going to create a character. Here's head. Here's hair. Here's face. Like, I had to wait to get to a tire before I could change my hair, my hairstyle. <laughs> I was like, oh, and I was, I was like, now they tell me, like, <laughs> there's different things you can do in this game. There's a, a My Universe where you can pick a superstar and then you kind of play like a little, I guess, like, um, it would, I would say traditional, like, oh, this week in wrestling, so-and-so. They didn't give you much background because I picked Stacy likes um, Randy Orton uh, Jr. Or, mm. or, yeah, um, I think it was Randy Orton, I think. Yeah, so anyway, I was playing his match, and he's right now a tag team champ with some other guy. So my first match was a tag team uh, match, me and the other guy. And I'm like, oh, look at me fighting. Like, yeah, yeah, like, uh, get my ass handed to me because I don't really know what I'm doing at the moment because it is a lot of rock, paper, scissors type of play. Mm. Um, a little bit, but not too much. It was still enjoyable. But then, like, the next show, I'm fighting my tag team partner. And I'm like, why? What What happened? Was there beef? What the, How? What happened? Like, should I... Did I miss something? Because I'm looking at Stacy going, why is, Why am I fighting? We're, we're tag team champions. Oh. And there wasn't any, like... like Dude, you fucked up this match. I'm going to beat the shit out of you next show. It was none of that. It was just like, oh, this week on Raw, Randy Orton fights. I forget who the partner was. Like, <laughs> so, I'm like, Mr. Forgettable. Mr. Forgettable. Uh, so there's that aspect. Then there's a My Faction, which you kind of, it's because it's made by 2K. It's like, hey, you get these cards of these superstars who also get these cards for contracts, and you create your own like little like faction, and they wrestle each other or wrestle other people, and other people who have created their my faction. Whoever gets the best, rah, 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 you know that kind of yeah. thing. I, again, not really interested in that because I'm not really into like, oh, let me if I take the Undertaker here and I add a Hulk Hogan here and I create my faction. Can I beat Joe Average over there, who's in like Middle America, who's created their team of like. Macho Man and Mankind. Yeah, like, I, right. I, I don't care. Uh, then there is the uh, the whole Rey Mysterio storyline, which I, I, I looked at least the opening like movie. You know, it's actually him telling it's not like an animated version of him. It's right. actually him because we live in a, an era where we can compress that files down nice. So it's real video of him and real video of all the matches that he's been in at the moment. <clears throat> and then there's a thing, uh, what the fuck's it called? Shit. Uh, it's like your career path. You pick a, you create a character from scratch. You join the, the, the family, like you, you, you trade and you get put to the gym and you have like these kind of branching like quest lines that you can do. Mm. Um, and depending on how well you do continues on with the story. Like my guy I created, cause what irritated me is after I created my guy, I couldn't put him into that thing. I had to create him again. I was like, well, I don't want to create him again. That kind of sucks. So I created another guy. And 
I usually like to use my name. It gives you like you know, like you can use like your first name, your last name, a nickname, and they sometimes have my last name in there as spelled wrong, but it sounds right. <laughs> mm. They didn't do that. Um, so what I did was I created a guy called Peter the Spider Parker. <laughs> 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 really on the nose. Mm. And his outfit, he's got like a like a like a, almost a band a bandito. <laughs> like mask on, <laughs> like not the domino one, like the like the the full like over the head, like the like like Zorro, right? <laughs> right. Um, and he's got like just I, I think it looks nice. It's like black and red, and it's like you know, the, the red's like from carbon fiber material, and you know the, the cloth is like a deep black, and he's like, and he's a powerhouse striker. <laughs> so he's kind of a little shorter, but he's a quick. And he's agile, like yeah, just like just like Spider Man would be, like yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I could have tried to booth. I was trying. I was gonna go for Bruce Wade, but they didn't have like Bruce the Bat Wade, or you know that right. would have been nice. <laughs> they don't have that. They have like the monster or the clubber or the Bill. Like you know, they have a nice like list of names that you could pick from. Bruce and Wade are both on there, but there's nothing that really fit in the middle. And then when I was getting Pete to like his outfit. They had one that looked like a Batman cow. I was like, son of a bitch, you have that, but you don't have, like, the bat? Like, you, right. like, you can have all... They have, like, the jokester. And I'm like, they're the jester. I'm like, oh, come on. You could, <laughs> come on. I guess you could really make the, the Batman who laughs, I guess, if you really wanted to. I'm like, Bruce the jester Batman. I mean, Wayne, I guess. I, whatever. Um, but that's what I was like last night. Stacy and I were tired, and she just wanted to come home because she's going through some of her work where she's getting a promotion, some people are leaving, so she's kind of emotional about it. So all she kind of wanted to do is just kind of defuse for the night, scroll TikTok. So I was like, okay, well, I'll play WWE until you're ready to go to bed, and then I'll finish watching the Final, uh, final Fantasy movie, <laughs> <laughs> the Fast and the Furious movie. But I never got into that because she actually went up falling asleep like, on her own while scrolling. And I fell down to those well of like, uh, it took me like three hours to create my character. Like, you know, because it, cause it's me. I'm like, well, this looks nice. I kind of like that. What's she, the hair should look like? Look at this. He kind of looks like Pete from the comic books a little bit, but not really. Kind of looks like me also a little bit. Like when I was younger, thin and had hair. Like, you know. <laughs> I can't climb a t- I can't climb a top rope like that, but I'm mean, all right. He's kind of sassy. Like, all right, you know. But it wound up like I was, and then of course we're in daylight saving time, so I, I lost an hour because I was playing. So next thing you know, I look over the clock. I'm like, oh my god, it's fucking three thirty in the morning. Shit, I gotta go to bed. <laughs> she was already asleep, so I had to push her over and then hop into bed and be like up in the morning, like have like four hours sleep. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> but I, I, it's it's a fun game. If you've ever played any of the wrestling games, it's it is different. Um, Soundtrack ain't that great. It's because Machine Gun Kelly's doing it. I don't, you don't, probably don't know who Machine Gun Kelly is now. Okay. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly, real briefly, Ed, was a white rapper who stupidly tried to call out Eminem in like a rap thing. <laughs> and Eminem didn't do any much about it. And then, then he finally came back and destroyed him. Destroyed him so bad that he actually switched genre of music. He went from rap to now he thinks he's a rock star. You know? Plus side, he's dating Megan Fox now, you know. So I mean, I guess there's an upside to that. Mm. He also played Tommy Lee in the Dirt movie, so I think that's the reason why he thinks he can play, you know, in a, like a rock band. 
not really that talented, but he does. He's the soundtrack guy, and I'm like, this soundtrack is kind of sucks. Like, of course, it's got two of his songs. So right away, I was like, turn that off, turn that off. You know, <laughs> oh, there's a Wu Tang Clan on. Can you just have a Scottish loop? Like, there's a Wu Tang Clan song. I like that song. Can we just? I'll just pick that song all the time. Right. Like, I might even make it my interest theme. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I highly recommend if you're a fan of the wrestling games. Give this one a chance. I know because people have burned from the like the last couple ones, right? Especially two K twenty was horrible. WWE twenty was bleh, horrible, horrible. From what I heard, <laughs> this one, this one, I think kind of makes up for it. So, all right, all right uh, Ed, I got some news. All right, okay, I did, I, I, I did. While I was doing all that stuff, Ed, I did have some news. Of course, my phone did kind of blow up a little bit because you were like, oh, look at this article. Look at this article. And you had to make sure there was links to it. Like, I got links this time, son of a bitch. <laughs> did I put that in there? No. I was thinking it. But <laughs> did I actually type it? There was one. Let's see. Let's see. What it, uh, you did, no, you did. Uh, I don't see. even remember what I gave you. That <laughs> uh, was good shit. <laughs> Right. Well, actually, before you start, I, I do have a new new something that just happened. I just saw a little before you came over, and I don't know if you saw it or not. Uh, William Hurt passed away, 71 years old. Really? Yes. Captain Ro- uh, Cap- Thunderbolt Ross. Ross. Yeah. Wow. That sucks. I mean, he's, I mean, that's how most people know him, but I mean, they're, he's been in a lot of other stuff besides that. Yeah. Wow. That kind of sucks. Yeah. No, just, you know. The poor one out for the Hobie. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um... Wow, I kind of want to watch broadcast news now. <laughs> <laughs> well, he'll be missed. Yes. Um, so let's see. You, every once in a while, you'd be thinking, dirt news, dirt news, dirt news. Uh, <laughs> oh, it was, I assuming you saw this today. It was Beetlejuice 2 Finds Life as Brad Pitt comes aboard as producer. Yeah. And at the end, I did say Link Stall, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> It was like right after you said, like, this week episode of Geek Series, and I was like, <laughs> LOL, you forgot to capitalize the C in DC. You're like, I keep forgetting the Marvel shows on Netflix left Netflix at the end of February, but good news, LOL, <laughs> with a link to it. I'm like, hey, that was at, like, let's see, where is my face? You go, Futurama, Journey Manager, Boards, Hulu Revival, completing cast return. I was like, Okay, that's good. You know, it was like uh, like 9.09 p.m., 11.30 p.m. I'm like, dude, I'm trying to go to bed. <laughs> like, actually, what was it? one one thirty three p.m. It's an AMC charging more for the Batman tickets, just like Spielberg and Lucas, Lucas predicted nine years ago. It's called inflation. I figured that would eventually happen. No, but the 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 idea of that one was the fact is is that they're gonna because Batman's more of a premium movie versus like a standard movie. Okay, which to me I don't get where where the standard movies are because I don't do standard movies anymore. But yeah, those are the art films, right? <laughs> they're <laughs> gonna charge those are the ones money. that people are bitching they're they're dying, right? So they but they think the higher end movies are going to end up spending more money, like the Batman or any Marvel movie or that kind of stuff, okay. because that's the the premiere movies that people want to see. Right, so it's, gonna... it's the AAA title, right. as they would call it, in yes. the gaming industry. All right, let's see. My news articles go. Um, have you been watching the Pam and Tommy uh, thing on Hulu? No. Well, tough, Ed. Guess what? <laughs> We're talking about it. Pamela Anderson 
has announced Netflix documentary, Not a Victim, But a Survivor and Alive to Tell the Real Story. As I said, the Hulu show is pretty good. It's kind of an exaggerated tale of of what happened with some truth mixed in. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, obviously, no one was really there to know what Pam was thinking at that moment, or Tommy was thinking at that moment, or... But it does kind of paint a picture of what was going on at that time and how someone could have felt. Um, mm. Anderson announced on the news on social media with a handwritten note on Netflix Leatherhead, which read, My life, a thousand imperfections, a million misperceptions, wicked, wild, and lost, nothing to live up to. I can only surprise you. Not a victim, but a survivor and alive to tell the real story. Uh, Anderson's son, Brandis, Brandon Thomas Lee, who serves as producer of the project, reposted this note as an Instagram story emphasizing the phrase, the real story, as did her younger son, Dylan Jagger Lee, by the way, uh, dubbed the definitive documentary about the pop culture icon. The film has been in the making for several years before landing the streamer. Directed by Ryan White, who is uh, from The Keepers and asked Dr. Ruth, the yet-to-be-titled documentary will fill, feature exclusive access to Anderson, as well as archival footage uh, and her personal journals. Um, it's going to describe his project as intimate portrayal embedded in the life of Pamela Anderson as she looks back at her professional and personal path and prepares for the next steps on her journey. There you go. Um, probably it got greenlit because of the the show on Hulu, which is kind of like you know the, the first sex not the first sex tape but the first really like like i mean that brought everybody to the you know i think if it was for the pam and tommy sex tape you probably would have the paris hilton sex tape which wouldn't have the uh what do you call it uh kim kardashian sex tape right which probably wouldn't have the will ferrell sex tape because he's got one too out there believe it or not Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, Will Fer- not Will Ferrell. <laughs> I mean, Colin Ferrell. <laughs> Will Ferrell sex tape. <laughs> get her to play. <laughs> get her to walk or get her what? <laughs> you pirate hooker. <laughs> I actually see that. <laughs> I would actually watch that one. Uh, uh, I'd hunt that one now. <laughs> I mean, Colin Farrell's got a sex tape, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> that would make a really good movie. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's probably better than Bewitch. <laughs> <laughs> all right <sighs> okay <sighs> all right so uh indiana joe cast plot release date and everything else we need i don't care about that one i'll be honest i really don't care about the new indiana jones movie really you? yeah i mean i'm interested on the hey it's a new indiana jones movie but i'm not like ooh, where's the news articles i like i'll see it when i see it okay i mean I mean, I guess, I, I guess we live I, in an age where it's just like there's nothing sacred anymore where you're going, oh, wait, that's coming out? Well, that's interesting. And then and then just right. leave it that and then just let it float along until the release date and you're going, all right, I'm going to go see it. Now everybody's like, who's going to be in it? Who's directing? Who wrote the film? Who ha- Harrison Ford got hurt again? You know, like, well, I mean, well, since we're since we talked about Batman, there was an article I saw was like, okay, the movie's out, just out. I saw an article. When's it going to be streaming? It just got released. Like, are you that 
devoid of any kind of like, like hey, let, let, it, let it breathe. Let it, you can only see it in theaters right now. No, Ed, I need it right now. I need it right from my TV because I'm too lazy. I need to know when it's going to be streaming. I didn't read the article because I don't care. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't have the answer. <laughs> well, I'm on there now. I'm you, sure. You got me all like, <laughs> I'm like, really? They haven't they have released it? <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> I do know. Did I, did I, did I take it? Did I <laughs> capture like, it? I, no, I did not. It's, it's, another one right. I, it's another one I didn't care about because it was because the date of Spider-Man No Way Home is actually the re- release date for digital has been moved up to almost like, like soon, like very soon, soon, like now. Well, just now, just then, <laughs> just we missed it. Like, <laughs> apparently, I think it's coming out like this week streaming. You know, and it's like, well, I kind of think I'm going to buy it. You know, because I think it's coming out in, in April. I think right. it's release date. Yeah, right. But they usually like two weeks before it, they kind of put it out like early video on demand release. But apparently, there's already pirated copies on being streamed. So the people have decided to push up the release date of the video on demand to like I think an extra couple of weeks. I th- I think I want to say this week that we're talking as now. Uh, I guess we'll find out next week when we're on show. And I bought Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> I bought it. I don't care what anybody has got to say to it. Uh keeping it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Let's see. However, um, you did tell me that, hey, guess what? God of War TV series being shopped to Amazon. Headline says it all, I think. I didn't, I didn't even bother even opening it. To... I was like, you said that. I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. What do I need to know? Like, it's being, well, the God of War TV show is being sent to, you know, it's being shopped around on Amazon. Oh, okay. Yeah, guess what, Ed? God of War TV series being shopped at Amazon. I mean, I mean, I mean, we could talk about it. I mean, we can. It wasn't like a. I think it's a stupid thing. I just like. I feel like. I feel like the article. The, the headline. The headline just kind of surmises the entire article because what it's going to be. It's going to be a bunch of stroking. Watch. Uh, Amazon Prime Video is in talks to pick up a God of War live-action TV series adapted from Sony's picture television PlayStation production Variety has learned. No deal has closed yet for the project based on the popular Santa Monica studio-produced PlayStation game. The potential series hails from, quote, the Expanse creator Mark Fergus and Hawk Otsby and, quote, the Wheel of Time showrunner Rafi Judkins. Per PlayStation's officially described God of War, Starting with the release of God of War, and it's like, hey, starting with God of War 2005 on PlayStation 2, Santa Monica has created seven games. It's like, okay, so where's the stuff about the TV show? Should the God of War show land at Amazon? It would mark the latest in a line of TV series. So it's basically like, hey, it's just being shopped around right now. Nothing set in stone, but God of War TV show, Ed. <laughs> I got excited. I was like, I hey. love God of War. It was like, like my favorite video game series, like I've played them all. Ditto, and, you know, and I, I haven't beaten them all, but I've played them. I've beaten most of them, uh, which is a, which is a, <laughs> a personal best, I think, for me. But uh, you know, like like you know, like anything with God of War, I'm like, oh, I, I I would I would gladly love to see, you know, I mean, especially the first one. If they, even if they just did the first video game as a, as a, as a you know episodic type of thing right it would have been great especially at the beginning where he commits his right right cuz well he doesn't do that until 
the end, I thought. Or you find out, like, it's kind of, like, I thought the first story is kind of like a flashback story. It is, because he right. commits suicide. Or he, right. You know, he, 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 Spoilers, Ed. <laughs> if you have, if we have to go back 17 years to God of War, then, you know, like, if you haven't played it, you're not going to. You know, and they've reiterated, I think, almost every system uh, uh, up until this point. I don't, I don't know if the PS5 can play it or not. <laughs> Let's see. I'm looking through here. I'm trying to get through my uh, stuff here. Just going through. Okay. Let's see. Jeez, my project's an old one. I can get rid of that. I'm going through my stuff here. Like, all right, Ed. <laughs> I'm cleaning all right. out. All right. Um... All right, we did that, we did that, we did that. There's a Twisted Metal TV show to release on Peacock. <laughs> All right, since we're talking video games and TV shows, let's see what this one's right. PlayStation's upcoming TV show based on Twisted Metal. Sony played PlayStation, we get into like the TV market, if you notice that lately. It's like the Last of Us TV show, the no, the God of War potential TV show. Now Twisted Metal. Ed, if you don't, do you remember Twisted Metal, Ed? Yes. It has started to kick into high gear over the past year, notably as Anthony Mackie became attached to the project in a lead role. And while we still don't know the finer details of when Twisted Metal may end up releasing, we have a better idea of what the show will entail. Announced via press release today, Peacock announced the live-action adaptation of Twisted Metal will be coming to the streaming service in the future. Peacock describes the project as a comedy series... And also reaffirmed that Mackie and Will Arnett will be associated with the show. <laughs> oh, boy. Additionally, Michael Jonathan Smith will serve as showrunner on the series in addition to its writer-executive producer. Twisted Metal, is a quote, is a half-hour live-action TV series based on the classic PlayStation game series. It is a high-octane action comedy based on the original take by Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick from Deadpool and Mo- Zombieland about a motor mouth outsider offered a better a chance at a better life, but only if he can successfully deliver a mysterious package across a, po- a post-apocalyptic wasteland, says the official description of the show via an aforementioned press release. With the help of a trigger-happy car thief, he'll face savage marauders driving vehicles of destruction and other dangers of the open road, including a deranged clown who drives an all-too-familiar ice cream truck. I don't know if it deserves to be a comedy though. I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember laughing through this game. I remember playing Twisted Metal Black, and I don't remember. I don't. I think that was like a, like a third or fourth in the series. I, I remember it was more of an arena type thing where you're going head to head with the car of your choice, like. I would pick the clown guy, and I'd be driving into the ice cream truck, and I'd be going after whatever, who's ever. But there was like a storyline in a way, like you were this character, and then you had to kind of get through that round, and then you became like another character. Like you had like different levels, right? Build um, up, right? I don't remember the madcap cross country jaunt to deliver a package while I'm being chased by a maniacal clown in a you know ice cream truck. I don't remember that. If that was the first game, I'm glad I missed out on that one. I just I'm not really big into car racing, crashing games. Again, realizing that show you were just talking about Gran Turismo Seven. <laughs> on the whole, I'm not really like a race car video game kind of. Bob, my argument has always been I've been driving most of my life. I don't really need a game where I'm driving, <laughs> you know, where it's solely dependent upon driving. Just not my thing. <clears throat> so I'm like, is that the plot of the first game? 
Because, all right. I mean, if you say so. I mean, I, just, I don't. Rem- I honestly don't remember. I mean, I remember aspects of the game, and right? Like the, the, that the black. I remember because it was like a like a like a demolition derby almost kind of game where you're fighting each other. And and but I think there was I think there was a storyline uh, element to some other other uh, iterations of it. I just can't remember. All right. Uh, off the top of my head, what what they were? <laughs> right, because it's been so long. long. Right. I'm like, have they made a new Twisted Metal game in a while? Like, I I don't remember the last time <laughs> they, somebody mentioned Twisted Metal as a as a game. Going, yeah, like, oh, let's, <laughs> let's play that. And I'm like, nah, I don't remember that. All right, all right. And so, just as I mentioned earlier, from the Hollywood Reporter, Futurama Joe DiMaggio boards Hulu revival, completing cast return. The actor who voices Bender in the series wasn't part of the original announcement, but now has closed a deal to reprise his role. More good news, everyone. The cast of Futurama is whole again. Joe DiMaggio, who plays the vo- who voices Bender on long-time running and now revived animated series, will join the rest of the sh- show's core cast for new episodes on Hulu. Uh, when the streamer announced the revival back in February 9th, DiMaggio has not yet closed the deal to return, but it's done now. He joins his fellow regulars, Billy West, Katie Segal, Tress McNell, Maurice LaMarche, Lauren Tom, Phil Lamar, and David Herman. Uh, obviously, a number of fans were vocal with their displeasure that he wasn't signed. Displeasure that the actor amplified on his social media accounts on February 15th. He posted a note on Twitter that read, Bender is a part of my soul and nothing about this is meant to be disrespectful for fans or future member family. It's about self-respect and honestly being tired of an industry that's become too far corporate and takes advantage of its artist's time and talent. Uh, now the deal's closed. He's back in bedroom mode on Tuesday. He quoted, I'm back, baby. So darn grateful and for love and support of fans and colleagues alike during this whole time, especially my wife, Kate. I cannot wait to get back to work with my Futurama family. He said in a statement, hashtag Bendergate is officially over. So put it in the back shelf behind Christmas decorations or maybe in that kitchen drawer on the, with all the other crap that you put in it, like an old unusable crazy glue, or maybe even put it in a jar that you saved farts in. Whatever you float your boat. I don't care. You get the picture. I'm back, baby. Bite my shiny metal ass. <laughs> <laughs> So it's going to debut 20 new episodes in 2023. Production is going to be starting soon, Ed, in case if you're interested. It's the series is on its third platform, by the way. Having begun life in Fox in 1999, ran for four seasons there, then was revived as a series of directed DVD movies, and eventually with the original episodes on Comedy Central in 2010. Uh, TV ads of the DVD movies aired as season five on Comedy Central in 2008 and nine. Uh, Comedy Central run lasted two seasons. Total uh, in total, Futurama and Matt, created by Matt Groening and David X Cohen, has aired 140 episodes to date. Whew! So there you go. They're all going to be back, Ed. All right. Oh, just so you know, Disney's 20th uh, television produces Futurama. Just you know, because it's a 20th Century Fox Fox property, so Disney owns it. Yes. Why, um, yeah, I'm excited. Why it's coming to Hulu and what? <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, uh, well, it brings up interesting questions, especially with all that. I've been watching a lot of people on, on YouTube talk about like what Disney's going to be doing. This week is going to be interesting to see alone uh, coming up because what they're going to do with the Marvel uh, Netflix shows, are they going to actually put it on Disney Plus or is it end up going to end up being in, at Hulu? Uh, because of the mature themes, 
And I say Futurama, that's the same thing. Like, is it sure? You know, like as of right now, it's on Hulu. But could it make you know? Since Simpsons is on, you know, Disney Plus because they promote the crap oh, out yeah, of that. I, <laughs> I mean, they even make shorts now promoting other stuff. Like you see, like babies, like Lisa Simpson having like a Loki thing. You're like, what? Oh, wow, you guys really. Breaking in that Fox money, aren't you? <laughs> I mean, I, like, I, I think they probably paid too much for Simpsons, so they gotta they gotta dump it into marketing, right. you know, and, and then basically, right? We gotta because it's <laughs> like title screens. If you go to Disney Plus, like, and it has, you know that the you know you just watch those titles go through <laughs> through. We're gonna have an explosion. No, here. we're not. No, yeah. we're not. See, I, uh, I open up my bottle of water, which is carbonated, and it has little fuzzies and things are gonna have make it explode, but it's not. See. I know how to do this. I'm a professional. <laughs> professional what is what my question. <laughs> yeah, see? Little sizzle. Hold on. Go on. <laughs> I don't know if you should have more, like, fizz. <laughs> if you get enough gas coming out of you as it is. Uh, anyway, uh, I don't even remember what I was talking about. Oh, the, 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 the events. So, like, to me, like, I'm, I'm excited just alone to have Futurama come back. Of course, though, I don't know how well it's going to do because, I mean, I think they've said everything in 140 episodes. Like, like, how much further can they go? I mean, there's a lot they could do, especially it's been so much time has gone by. Right. That they they could revive it into, you know, and bring up, you know, new sure. Um. So it'd be interesting that, but I like I said though, I was going back to you know like the difference between Disney Plus and Hulu because they have a star system in other countries, Disney, right? You know, Disney Plus. So they they have like the mature area, you know, type of things. And they said that this this week they might start doing parental controls where you have to set up for each account like a certain like password setup so that way like if you have little ones that don't you want them to see right. You don't want to see them watching Luke Cage having sex with Jessica Jones, right? You you can. Uh, <laughs> you can eliminate that, you know, from the listing, so that way, you know, it performs it. But well, and I mean, it does bring up an interesting article that has uh, print parents TV council slams Disney Plus for adding Daredevil and more. Quote destroys your brand. <laughs> All right, again from Variety, um, the Parents Television and Media Council, the PTC, is speaking out against Disney ahead of its March sixteenth edition a formal Netflix Marvel series Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, The Punisher, and The Defenders. Apparently a Punisher too? Hmm. All right. Uh, on Disney Plus, all of the series are significantly more violent and adult in theme and subject matter compared to the other offerings on the Disney Plus library. The PTC warns Disney the streaming these series would destroy your brand. All right. Before we go any further on this article. Yeah. I would say the X-Men movies are a little more adult-themed about it. I mean, I just kind of feel like... I mean, well, there's I guess there's cursing in the, the Daredevil and the Netflix shows. I just feel like it's a lot of, a lot of a pop and circumstance. I mean, who the fuck cares about what the PCC says? But whatever. That's just me. I'm a free thinker. Uh <laughs> For more than 93 years, the Walt Disney Company, this is a quote, by the way, for more than 98 years, the Walt Disney Company has been synonymous with the words family-friendly 
And I can think of no other corporation in American history that has been built more squarely on the backs and on the wallets of parents and family. Tim Winter, president of the Parents Television and Media Council, said in a statement, he continues, the company's epitomous platform, eponymous, E-P-O-N-Y-M-O-U-S, E, eponymous, eponymous. Sorry. That's how my brain works, folks. Welcome to, welcome to my world. Um. It's for Florida, uh, platform Disney Plus logically marked itself, marketed itself as a family-friendly streaming service. And parents have placed their trust in Disney to deliver just that. <clears throat> Winter continued, it seemed wildly off-brand, quote, for Disney Plus to add TVMA or R-rated programming to this platform, ostensibly to increase subscription revenue. So what comes next? Adding live strip tease performances in Fantasyland at Disney World? I, here, <laughs> here's my Disney bucks. Here. I got Disney dollars. <laughs> 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 I'm ready. <laughs> We're going to open up my Scrooge McDuck vault. <laughs> Dive in there. <laughs> I am so fucking in if that happens. I think I'm, I'm going to make more than an annual trip. Hey, half of their characters don't wear pants anyway. So kiss my ass. <laughs> I am so in. <laughs> what was the last time you saw Donald wearing pants? I'm just asking. Winnie the Pooh. Let's put a stripper pole to Darrell's right, castle. Right. <laughs> Look, you're walking through here. Ho, ho, hi, everybody. Get your Disney dollars ready. Minnie's coming down the pole. <laughs> <laughs> Followed up by Cinderella, who's gonna see if she can fit your glass slipper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen, just there's someone who's not gonna make you fall asleep. It's Princess Aurora. <laughs> Is it fish you smell? No, it's just Ariel. <laughs> just seeing her new legs work. Look how long they are. <laughs> Look, here's Daisy Duck wearing her infamous Daisy Dukes. <laughs> Get them together. Everybody see. See you real soon. K-E-Y. Why? Because we have stripper poles. M-O-U-S-E. <laughs> Coming up next, Miley Cyrus singing her hit like a wrecking ball. (laughs) (laughs) Makes that light show a lot better. (laughs) Uh, Disney Plus is updating its parental controller settings on March 16th, which is a couple days away. Uh, and tandem with these TVMA series launching on the platform. The settings include an option to select content rating restrictions for each profile and to add a pin to lock profiles, which I think is perfectly an acceptable countermeasure. Yeah. You know, I don't see, you know, like... Excuse me, while the PTC applauded Disney Plus for improving their parental controls, the group said that the mere presence of MA and R-rated content violates the trust of families and may well turn them off entirely. <laughs> Harumph. Harumph. I get a rump out of here. Harumph. 
Watch your ass. Uh, there's no need for Disney Plus to compete with the explicit contest of other streaming platforms. <sighs> Disney is already a competitive advantage with a streaming platform and is the safest one out there for families. It is for, its foray to TV MA rated fare will forever tarnish its family friendly crown. <laughs> the move to Disney Plus means Daredevil and all the former Netflix Marvel series will be available to stream along other Marvel Cinematic Universes such as WandaVision, Loki Plus, and movies such as Avengers Endgame. Like, I feel like a, a, as a child, if you see Infinity War and you watch half of your heroes turn to fucking dust, if that's not going to fuck with your psyche a little bit as a 10-year-old or like as a 7-year-old... And just to see them all come back, you're like, that's going to fuck with somebody a little bit. As right. a kid, you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe they killed off Spider-Man. Oh, my God. I mean, if I saw that as a kid, I'd probably be like, I mean, so, st- still twitching to this day. You know? Like, every time I hear a snap, you're like, oh, my God, who disappeared? <laughs> like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's who came back? <laughs> Oh my god, who's, oh my god, Ed, Ed, where's Ed? There you are. Okay, you're not half of the universe. Oh my god, oh my god! I just, I just, you just never get anywhere. Right now, there's PTSD kids that are like, oh my god, they killed off Black Panther. Oh my god, look, he's back. Like, no. Dizzy just sitting there going, ha ha, we fooled you, he's alive. Now he's dead. <laughs> Look, you can watch a TV show where a person says shit. <laughs> uh, people oh. are shitting themselves for people saying shit on TV. <laughs> All right, so um, and I this is a trailer for a movie. I'm not going to play the trailer. I just need to tell you about this movie that I saw on ComingSoon.net. It is a trailer for Shark Sharkula. A great features a great white shark cursed by Dracula. <laughs> Wild Eyed Releasing has unveiled its official trailer and poster for its forthcoming shark exploitation horror comedy titled Sharkula. Wait, wait, stop, stop right there. Shark <laughs> Shark exploitation, yes. Shark Because Ed just hold on to your hats, right? <laughs> this one's shark. Wait, are you here? <laughs> that is tough. Who wrote this? <laughs> this is coming soon. Um, who's the who's a, who's a writer? Yes. Maggie Della Paz. <laughs> From ComingSoon.net. Shark <laughs> Wrote this article on March 7th. Now, maybe shark flotation is something that the company uses. Because, Ed, <laughs> this ain't their first foray into shark uh, shark territory, you might say. <laughs> All right. So, it's this new... It's a horror comedy called Sharkula, featuring Dracula, whose darkness has no limitations as he uses a ferocious sea creature for his evil plans. The low-budget film is expected to make its debut sometime this June. How how do we get to see this shark exploitation? Well, Sharkula is written and directed by Mark Polonia, who previously directed two other shark exploitation films, such as Sharkenstein in 2016 (laughs) and last year's Noah's Shark. (laughs) 
No shark. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna look it up, aren't you? Noah's shark. <laughs> it stars Rappaport. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I gotta put my glasses on and turn around, and it's gonna. <laughs> it's included with your subscription to Prime Video. If you don't have Prime, you can watch it on Tubi for free. I'm going to save that one wait, for later. Wait, wait, hold, oh, wait, hold on. It's a fame-seeking televangelist. And his new, here, hit the star so I can read it. A fame-seeking televangelist and his film crew team set out to find the fabled Noah's, shark, Noah's Ark, but discovered that it is guarded by both an ancient curse and a prehistoric great white shark. <laughs> See if the other one's there. Uh, what was the other one? Uh, come on, Sharkenstein. Sharkenstein. <laughs> Ed, it looks like it's going to find it. Nah, I didn't nope. find that one. No, that one. All right, well, Ed. <laughs> one out of two. We can't fit. All right, so uh, it is going to be his stars Rappaport, who starred in Return, uh, the Re- Return to Return to Newcomb High, a.k.a. Volume 2, as Redfield, and Jeff Kirkendall... Uh, which is from Return from to Splatter Farm as Dracula. Uh, the curse, this is a quote, the curse of Count Dracula lives on in its shark-infested waters, claiming the lives of a tourist community, reads the synopsis. A sea hunt for the new species results in monsters, madness, and bloodshed. The Great White is putting the bite back into terror and, is, and has helped with the aid of a new vampire's intent on seeing it survive. The emergence of the sexploitation, the shark exploitation <laughs> genre, began with the success of the 1975's classic film Jaws, which <laughs> followed, which was followed by three oh more God. sequels through the 80s. Since then, a number of shark exploitation films have been produced, including Deep Blue Sea, Sharknado, The Shallows, 47 Meters Down, and The Meg. <laughs> Here's a poster, Ed. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's Who wrote this article? I don't care. I'm just like. Who, who is Something weird is going on around here. Here, there's a trailer. It's really Oh my god. It is horrible. <laughs> The shark and I are intertwined. It's like a load of crap. <laughs> <laughs> if he knew the twisted mind of yours. You mean disobey a wartime gun up in the sacrifice? <laughs> <laughs> the sharks are very perfect. Oh my god. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 it's got a cool soundtrack. It's we'll be like back in spot. <laughs> There's a trailer for Sharkenstein, efficient trailer. No thank you. No thank you. Uh, I've had enough. No thank you. No thank you.
So, yeah, look for that coming. Coming soon at a streaming service near you. Speaking of movies and things like this, give me my last article for the night, Ed. Samuel L. Jackson has found out that Jonah Hill holds the movie curse word record. Wait, what? <laughs> you would think when it comes when you think cursing and movies, you automatically think who said Samuel, Samuel L. Jackson. He should be the one who says curses in every single one of his movies. I'm sure in Star Wars there's a cut of him going, Someone got someone stabbed that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so Samuel L. Jackson found out Jonah Hill holds the movie curse word record. His response, that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson found out on The Tonight Show uh, this past week that he does not hold the record for most curse words said by an actor on screen. A viral Buzz Bingo survey published in May of 2020 reported that Jonah Hill has said more curse words in his movie than Jackson, who is more or less royalty when it comes to cursing in films thanks to his legendary use of the word motherfucker. Even more surprising, Jack- Jackson ranked third on the list behind Hill and Leonardo DiCaprio. Really? His response, that's some bullshit. <laughs> he said with a laugh when finding out he didn't hold the record. No, no, no way. Jonah Hill and Leo? Really? I don't believe that. Somebody's miscounted. <laughs> uh, Buzz Bingo surveyed over 3,500 film scripts and reported that Hill has used 376 swear words throughout his filmography, with the majority of the curse words split between Superbad and The Wolf of Wall Street. DiCaprio has 361 curse words, followed by Jackson with 301 curse words. Wow. Um, Scorsese's the, World, the, Wolf of Wall, the Wolf of Wall Street, which stars both Hill and DiCaprio, beat the legs of Tarantino's Pulp Fiction to be named the film with the most curse words, with 715 curse words. Uh, the Safdie brothers, Adam Sandler, starring uh, drama Uncut Gems, ranked in second with 646 curse words. Wow. According to the study, Hill says a curse word in The Wolf of Wall Street 22.9 times every thousand words. The survey listed Jackson's Jackie Brown character, Ordell, uh, or as the character most swearing character, character, but he says a curse. But he says a curse word six point nine times every thousand words. In comparison, obviously in comparison to Hill, actors who ranked behind Jackson on the list included Al Pacino, Denzel Washington, Billy Bob Thornton, Seth Rogen, Bradley Cooper, and Danny McBride. Wow. Uh, and his he asked, of course he was unfound. Is is it for all curse words or just one specific curse word? He asked. Because uh, teasing that the record was saying motherfucker that he'd be the undisputed champ. <laughs> Jackson is currently making press rounds to support his new Apple Plus TV series, The Last Days of Paltamole Gray. Uh, he's also set to return to the Marvel Cinematic Universe as Nick Fury in the upcoming Disney Plus limited series, Secret Invasion. So, not as many. He's tame compared to Jonah Hill. Well, you know, as, as you're talking about this, I'm thinking about it. Like, a lot of times. There's a lot of movies that I've seen Samuel L. Jackson where he's only used motherfucker one. Right. You know, so right. you go, you go like, and that was the only curse word he probably said in the whole movie. Now, there's movies that I've seen of Samuel L. Jackson right. like, like, where motherfucker was the least right. amount of words used, but he used other, a lot of other curse words. So it's like, it's that, that fine line, but I guess, I guess it depends on what movies you pick. <laughs> I, 
my question is, who gets that job? <laughs> Find out how many curse words. Because it's, it's one of those things where I just, I feel like someone on a slow news day, that to me sounds like water cooler talk. I bet you Jackson doesn't have the most fucking curse words in, in history. I think somebody else. I just, everyone assumes it, but I don't think he is. Who do you think? Well, maybe, like I would think Al Pacino. First off the top of my head, I would think maybe Al Pacino does. I don't think Al Pacino uses well, motherfucker as much as as what's his, as Jackson does. As, clearly, as, as what's his face, <laughs> Samuel Jackson. Clearly, he owns that word. Right. That's his word. He he. If if you get him in an R rated movie, he doesn't call somebody a motherfucker. You're missing out. Right. You're not getting your money's worth. You know. But it's you figure sitting around like a bunch of people going, I I just. I just feel like there's other people who curse more than him. I just, I just, you know, he's he's with all those Marvel movies. He never says motherfucker in any of those movies, but you're always expecting him to say it at any given time. Right. Tony, that, Tony Stark, that motherfucker, where is he? Those motherfucking scrolls did it again. Right. Like, <laughs> what does he say? Like, you like, motherfucking ghost me? <laughs> you motherfucker? <laughs> Nobody <laughs> ghosts Nick Fury. What does he say? Motherfucker. <laughs> That's the thing. You, you, you were expecting it. Like, at what point does Samuel Jackson use motherfucker in a movie? And you're going, oh, my God, he's going to be in Star Wars? Like, I was really going to see more of, like, when he was going to say motherfucker. Right. You know, like, like when when is the Jedi? <laughs> a Jedi, you will not be, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> you know, like, like, a, you know like, like, what scene is he going to put it in? And you're going, well, it's PG. And you're like, oh. All right. Oh, I, I guess not. You know, like, do they? I know it's PG thirteen. They allow one curse word, right? They allow one fucking a PG thirteen movie where Samuel Jackson's gonna put it in. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. Um, but like you, you, you probably when you're sitting around thinking about, it, you're going, all right. Well, let's. Who's number two? Like that. Like in your mind, you're like Samuel Jackson's probably number one in your right. Head. You're going, okay. So who's number two? And then people are like, okay, well maybe like I, I might would say like, okay, over my history, um. I think Al Pacino is a good choice. I think Robert De Niro is a good choice. Yeah, um, De Niro. Just, you know, yeah. I would think Jack Nicholson would probably be a good choice. He was in a lot of adult content movies and adult like R-rated movies. Um, I would maybe like to kind of get more Pesci. Niche, uh, Joe Pesci probably yeah. gets a good one too. Yeah. I would think uh, Jason Mewes because how many times in a, oh a, my god, a, yeah. you know, in a, in a Kevin Smith movie, he's cursing every other word. It seems like yeah, so. I would think that he'd be in there on that list too, but if you find out Jonah Hill, like really? But again, if you're looking at Super Bad and and Wolf of Wall Street, I guess that's where it, apparently the chunk of those two movies uh, where all his curse words come at, because he's not cursing a lot in Twenty Two Jump Street. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, you don't think he's cursing a lot in Moneyball? You know. <laughs> I'm like, did he curse the money ball? Now I'm like, I don't remember. Oh, like, all I remember is do, do I want to watch all these Jonah Hill movies? <laughs> all I remember about Moneyball is besides being a good movie, I, I didn't know that. What do you call it? What's his face? Um, uh, Chris Pratt's in it. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. I completely forgot he's in it. I was like, I know Jonah Hill's in it because he's the brains. And I remember you. This is where you find out that Brad Pitt can't eat without eating. Right. You just go, because every scene he's got a coffee in, he's eating something, you're going, he looks like he's always eating. Let's go back. You look at all the Ocean's Eleven, but he's eating. It's like every movie he's in, he's eating something. <laughs> he, he's like he's like an actor who doesn't know what to do something with his hands, so he's like, quick, give me a cup of coffee. Yeah. You know, I don't know what to do with my hands. Quick, give me a bag of popcorn. Like... <laughs> 
I know Ocean's like I think it was a twelve or whatever. Right. Or, or no, it was maybe it was eleven. He's eating he's eating nachos right. Right in the beginning. No. He's playing cards with the their people, so he's got cards, but he's got when you when you first see him, he's leading on a car waiting for Danny Ocean eating chips. Right. He's like chips right. I'm like, Yeah, couldn't just stand there looking cool. I guess looking cool to you is eating. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think you brought that up a while ago. Yeah. I remember that. And like now, I watch like every Brad Pitt movie. I'm like, motherfuckers eating that. <laughs> How does he not eat Offset? Like, does he know there's a craft service? Like, or does he forget? You know, like I just roll him. I think if you watch a uh, recall, the uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I think he does it there too. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I have to. I, I have. I still have yet to get through that movie. I've been. <laughs> I've watched parts of it here and there, and, uh, and then I go like, ah, uh, it's too slow for me. I know it probably. It's probably just a build. And it's got to build up to it. No, it's kind of a slow movie okay. overall. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. It's. It's. There is like some moments where you think like, oh my god, it's kind of like, oh, this is kind of cool, but it's never really like. I would say there's no like explosion of, oh, maybe at the end. Maybe I'm trying to remember like the end, like yeah, because again, it's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, so the he takes liberty with facts, right? Like so, like how in um, Glorious Bastards, Glorious Bastards, he kills Hitler, kind of like that, except it's a little different. Like you know it, that the bad guys are foiled through the acts of Leonardo, through uh, Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. So right. we're like. Okay, well, that didn't really happen, but okay, it's it's a fairy tale, just like you right. know Brad Pitt's action guy beating the crap out of Bruce Lee, right? You know, yeah, something that would never happen, yeah. Right, based on a true story or a story that people have said over the course of Hollywood, but sometimes the facts get mutilated, right? All right, Ed, well, that's what I got All right. for this week. I do have other articles, but I figured I'd, I'd save it. You know, try to get a tight two hours. There you go. <laughs> hey. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, again, as you heard from the show, we're listening to Geeksters. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best joke you've done. <laughs> if you haven't figured it out by now, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> for those of you people who aren't reading your screen right now, it's Geeksters. <laughs> Pronounced Geeksters. More than one. <laughs> <laughs> what, is there a story time? Well, I'm sure there's geeker, geekster. There's a geekster. That's a person who is one singular geek over geek, like yeah, a geekster. Yeah. But when you get together, you're geeksters. <laughs> Two geeksters. See? Well, it's really a community of, of geeksters. Right. We're all hip listening to this show. Sure. Okay. Hip. <laughs> For this, like you're a bunch of middle-aged people driving to work, angry already that you're going to work in the first place. <laughs> just going, fuck, I just want just some laughs, some bullshit. I don't care. These two guys are fucking idiots. No one cares what they did during the week. I No one cares about movies and release. You know how I care? Because I'm going to go to the movies, I'm going to go buy it anyway. <laughs> Nobody cares about if Samuel Jackson's got the most curse words. Of course he would have. What, he doesn't? That's surprising. I guess I did learn something this episode. <laughs> most of the time, it's just popping circumstances. I learned that in some fantasy world, they're adding stripper poles to Disney World. <laughs> I'm kind of excited about that. <laughs> Take me to Galaxy's Edge. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> Where's that leg bikini? 
Oh my god, set set phasers on stud. <laughs> wrong wrong genre. I could say, is that a lightsaber in your pants? You just have it as ZV. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you are you behind a mask? Because I hear a lot of heavy breathing. <laughs> <sighs> I need more dollars. <sighs> I can't wait to get to the gift shop after this. <sighs> I gotta be this tall to ride this ride. <sighs> <laughs> this ride's for daddy kids. I'll be right back. <laughs> Hi ho! Hi ho! This guy's just insulting me. Hi ho! Hi ho! Hi ho! That's sir. That's disparaging the other women. You should be saying, oh, "I just want to go down deep in those minds." Yeah. <laughs> I say Maleficent kid. <laughs> hey, beauty, meet my beast. <laughs> Clap if you believe. <laughs> it's right. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's great. It's a small world. Yeah, it is. <laughs> we went to high school together. Now look what you're doing. <laughs> you got you got the mini hat, hat on. Everything else is just swinging in the breeze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they pull out Dopey's eighth. Yeah, we call it the eighth dwarf. Sleazy walks around in a trench coat. Like, hey, hey. that's what they think the Disney World's going to turn into. <laughs> It's not. It's just not. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. Everybody. Thanks for listening, everybody. Again, geeksters, you know it. You love us. Figure it out. If you haven't already, go to our Facebook page, Geeksters Radio, and give us a like. Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. Or you can contact Ed at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you got next Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. That's S-H-A-W-N. Excelsior. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo.